Good morning, Macomb. Anywhere else you may be listening, welcome back to a new season of ANA at 8. It's 2020. We're back on the mics. Uh, we got a new schedule for this season, if you will. Uh, we'll be live on the air on Monday and Friday mornings at 8 a.m. So double the content per week for you now. Uh, I'm Andrew Stevens. And I'm Austin Gillentine. It's great to be back. We have a special guest with us today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am the now alumni of Western Illinois, Michael Lyon. How are we doing, folks? Nice to make my early return on 88.3 The Dog sometime before, you know, May when I attend graduation. But I figured I'd sneak in a visit, and I'm glad I'm down on down on this show. This was very fun. Had some great moments in my uh, last bit of college here on this show, including Austin trying to get himself fired. Are we are we bringing back the the bum counter? Uh, yes, we will be bringing <laughs> back. Well, well, see, the Bears aren't in season anymore, and the the only time we may get the bumble meter to go off is, is probably Kentucky, or if one of you says Luke Keekley's not a Hall of Famer. What about what about if we talk about the Texans oh. and we bring up Bill O'Brien? Yeah, bad. Yeah, oh boy, that's that's a that's a thing that yeah you don't want that your coaching. Why isn't he fired yet? I thought he got fired. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Why not? Should have been fired after that fake punt call. But no, he should, like it, literally when he blew that lead, he should have just been executed on the field. Just <laughs> like or owner comes down, your your the pink slip is uh, the pink slip, not him. The pink slip is executed. He's fired. Oh boy. All right, so before we get all, all into everything we have to talk about, we have some moments of the week. Unfortunately, the first one is a little disparaging towards your Kentucky Wildcats. Was it Monday night? I believe so. Monday night? Well, nobody in college basketball knows how to win a game. So, I mean, yeah, it's there, fine. Yeah. They could still win the national title. Yeah, they still got a shot. South Carolina with a buzzer-beating win over the Kentucky Wildcats. 4.1 seconds left. We're tied up. Inbounds. Comes to Kusnar. Jermaine brings it ahead to midcourt. Gets to the three-point line. Puts up the three. Yeah. He banked it in. South Carolina upsets Kentucky. Jermaine Kusnard off the glass. And the Gamecocks have taken down Kentucky. What is going on with college basketball this year? It's insane. Uh, see, they're kind of not even my... I feel bad calling them my Wildcats now. Like, I still say I'm a part of Big Blue Nation. Do you know the last time I watched a Kentucky basketball game? When? So when uh, Wayne Gabriel was still there like three years ago. Because, <laughs> no, be, seriously. Because being in college and knowing D1 people and being really good friends with a guy who walked on and became a college athlete ruined college sports. Like, this year, that LSU team, well, partly because I was doing a college football show on this station, and yeah. my dad watched the national championship in the, in the semifinals when I was home, that's the first college football I've watched in, like, four years. Like, that is the first college football that isn't, like, film of somebody when I'm preparing for my mock drafts and my draft show. Mm. It's the first college football game I've laid my eyes on in four years. That isn't Western, like me yeah. either working or calling a game. Yeah. That is the f- and I haven't. I don't think I've watched college basketball. I watched some of um, Kentucky and Ohio State, I think, because it was on. But I haven't. And w- when I was at the gym, yeah, I'm going to the gym now. I'm trying. I'm not going to get unfat. I'm just going to get more healthy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, when I was at the gym, I watched a good bit of Purdue and Michigan State. But yes, first college, I can't do it. 
you know, knowing knowing college, knowing how regular college kids do it in college, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I haven't been able to for a long time, and also, I mean, it's just so it. But March, I will almost have to this year because oh, it's, it's, it's going be, to be fantastic. It's going to be so good. I'm I'm more than ready for it. That's I one mean, of my favorite dude times of the year. Dude got smacked by Clemson and lost to Stephen F. Austin. And the only un- the one of two undefeated teams left in the country no, got no. mauled by Bama. Right, yeah. There's one left. Now. Auburn was the fourth team in the country got beat by Alabama by 20 and I don't know if you keep up with Alabama basketball. But <laughs> Alabama ain't good at anything but football, folks. They ain't very good at that whole and basketball thing. And the last thing. undefeated team left is... San Diego State, yep. right? And they will never get to number one, which is sad at this point. Yeah. What conference are they play in the WAC, right? Um, I believe so, yeah. So they're WAC or Mountain West. Or is it... Oh, yeah, I think it's Mountain West. Hey, fun fact, uh, Chicago State's in the WAC because the WAC makes no sense. Go look up the WAC. <laughs> makes no sense. Seriously, yeah, go look up that Mount, conference Mountain as a joke. West. Isn't Gonzaga on the WAC or the WCC? No, that's WCC with St. Mary's. The uh, Western Athletic. And um, Chicago uh, State Pepperdine. With a bunch of, oh, California Baptist. Is yeah, read off the WAC and sound, <laughs> listen how screwed up this conference is. Uh, New Mexico State, Seattle, California Baptist, uh, Cal State, Berkeley, Bakerfield. Or Bakersfield, yeah, you're right. Uh, UTRGV, I don't know what that um, is, sorry. Texas, River, uh, Rio Grande Valley. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Grand Canyon, Utah Valley, and... UMKC, UMKC. Kansas City University of Missouri Kansas City so here's the screwed up part only one of those schools go back to the whole list okay uh, New Mexico State UMKC and Chicago State are the only WAC schools that were D1 schools like three years ago everything else is moved up from like D2 <laughs> that's crazy in the last couple of years other than maybe Bakersfield, but yeah, dude, that is, that's a bigger joke than the summit. So speaking of jokes, we'll talk about this next moment from Sunday. <laughs> or si- was it? No, oh, yeah, it was Sunday. It was Mahomes leading his comeback against the Texans in the in the second quarter. The Texans were up twenty-four to nothing. And somehow, Mahomes threw for four touchdown passes in, like, ten minutes. So for our second moment, we have his last touchdown pass of the second quarter. Here's Mahomes looking. Open field for a moment. He may have been past the line of scrimmage. This called a touchdown. That rule is stupid, by the way. What? That line of scrimmage rule. What? What? <laughs> so his foot like was like dragging. Oh, like yeah. I feel oh, like if the ball part. is past it, yeah. like oh. yeah, you can just have like a you could have ankle. like a like a like a toenail behind the line of scrimmage, and you could throw the ball, and it's fine. Oh. Well, he he, he he made the comeback in one quarter. I know. And then once the Texans went up twenty-four nothing, they got outscored fifty-one-seven. I was gonna say, and then they got then the real game started, and they got bludgeoned to death. Because <laughs> oh. I remember seeing they were up by that much, and I was like, "Yeah, it was like people wow, are ta- people are talking." Over. And I knew, like, if you start talking, then you got a twenty to. Well, I honestly thought the game was over at that point because it was the same thing with the Titans thing. You know, and I was just like, uh, "Guys, <laughs> it, uh, Baltimore, hello, Is are you there? Anyone home, guys?" <laughs> and then the the other AFC game started. I'm like, um. 
Hello, all top seeded teams. Are you there, uh, g- guys? Any? Is, uh, hello. Where Where did Pat Mahomes go? And then I checked my phone again. I wasn't able to watch it. Uh, I checked my phone again at halftime. I'm like, Oh, hey, look, they found him. <laughs> he must have been out the first half. <laughs> he, yeah, must have mean, not, he must have forgotten to wake up. I mean, up. the Texans they they don't go for it on like fourth and short at the thirty. Yeah. And then they try a fake punt from their own oh, territory. The fake punt was so bad. And then they start turning the ball over. How do you fake a punt from fourth and four in your own thirty, but you don't go for it on fourth and one at their thirty? That's a question for Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, that's that's <laughs> not even Nagy bad. And apparently, the guy who took the snap like pretty much sold himself out before the snap because he was like swaying oh from side God. to side. I like, didn't know that. Like the guy who made the tackle, like one yard short of the line to gain, he said that he that he could see right from just standing there before the snap that it was sold a fake. himself out, just like Jessica Mendoza. <laughs> I have that quote, by the way. Before we get into that, we have our last yeah, moment. I know. Joe Burrow broke the single-season college football passing touchdown record in the national championship game against Clemson. Burrow backpedals, flips it far side, catch made, Moss! Is he in? No signal. Touchdown! For a second time, the tight end has found the end zone. And momentum swings back to the purple and gold. Of course it was Moss. Okay, I was going to say, one, do you know whose kid that is? Yes. That's Randy's kid. Two, as a broadcaster, this touchdown was hilarious because I can see this exact touchdown. So Moss catches the ball and both feet are in. But I'm assuming from the booth he couldn't see because there's a defender like right behind him off his left shoulder. So he goes, you hear, I forget who, I forget the name of that voice, but he goes, no signal. It's been like 15 seconds. The judge in the end zone has been doing this for, like, Moss caught the ball. A ref looked at another ref and stood there doing this. And they and he's been doing this for about 10 seconds. No signal yet. Oh, it's a touchdown. Like, he's been holding the touchdown yeah. sign up for about 15 seconds before anybody realizes it. So I, th- I thought that, like, the crowd was going crazy. He's like, no signal. Well, 80,000 people are screaming. <laughs> what do you think it is? <laughs> That was a uh, that was a crazy game. I mean, Clemson came out strong. I think in the first quarter. I told you LSU was just too overpowered. I told you people that LSU team is the best college football team of this millennium. Okay. And there was no way Clemson was going to beat them in any way, shape. Here's or an form. argument that we had on PlayStation a couple days ago. Yep. Did Joe Burrow have the greatest season by a quarterback in college uh, football history? I can't tell you college football history, but in my memory, maybe. Statistically, yes. Yeah. I mean, he broke almost every record in a season. But he did play 15 games. you got to take that into account. Yeah. Most players, like, before the playoff, they play, what, 13? Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at his numbers, it's like you're playing Madden on rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, and you, Andrew, you will understand the the plight of having a quarterback that can't do this. You know what he (laughs) can do already in college? Read the field. <laughs> like, you can actually watch him go to his second or third read, and then there's that, was it was it him or was it um, uh, Clemson's quarterback that tried to do the Pat Mahomes no look and it didn't go well? You I know think what I'm Burrow did one, and it worked. Oh, and it worked? So I know there he was did some a, kind of flip throw. I don't there was a pass in that game where somebody tried to do the Mahomes no look, and it <laughs> I don't know what terrible. happened to Lawrence in that game. 
I think he, well, he, he just Trevor came, Lawrence he can't just, think of his name. He just came out yeah. flat. Oh, was Lawrence? The, Trevor Lawrence tried to do a no look for no reason in it. Well, that and he overthrew well. the ball a handful of times. Also, what's crazy is that was his first ever loss in college. Yeah, in two seasons as a starter. That was his first loss since I have Trevor Lawrence since high questions. school. He didn't look that good this year at all. This year, like that defense kind of just saddled him up and carried him. I don't know. <laughs> I have serious questions about Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback. I guess we'll know next year how he comes out, and then if he declares for the draft, he will. And if you have a solid year, ne- year next year, I'll say okay. But he got—I thought he was overhyped his freshman year when he was doing well. But now, uh, uh, <laughs> I have my concerns. Um, <coughs> I guess this could lead into our first Q and A. A and A. Yeah, I was gonna say just one hot take about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, I say it. he's gonna get drafted by the Patriots. Oh. I kind of think that. Yeah, because if he has another crappy season, his stock could plummet, and Bill Belichick could be like, "Give me that." Yeah, I'll get <laughs> that. That's my hot take. Oh, uh, I don't. We need them to be bad. I know, but you know, just <laughs> the way the Patriots are, they're not yeah. gonna be bad. Like. True. Well, can Unless I have Belichick another hot take? Yeah, Brady is legitimately gone. Oh, yeah. He he cleaned out his shrine or whatever. Or yeah, suite, but Brady's right? legitimately gone. I don't know where he's going. I can't think. Chargers. I he's going to go somewhere, and he's not going to be good. I can't he's think been of the same system. Top three landing career. spots are San Diego, Miami, Colts. Well, good thing San Diego doesn't have a football team. Um, <laughs> L.A. I, I keep calling of, them San Diego. I can't think of any team with a solid defense. The possibility of a solid run game, an offensive-minded head coach who could use some help getting the ball out quickly, a good receiving core, and if they could just make one move at the tight end or the offensive line, they could be pretty good up front, too. I can't think of a team like that. I don't want Brady. Maybe one with an elite defense. That could He would would not work in that scheme. He'd get sacked 80 times. (laughs) Well, not if you got rid of Charles Leno. He was actually solid this year. <laughs> solid in getting holding Did calls? You know he was like... <laughs> what? He was like top ten in the league of... In holding uh, calls? No. <laughs> of, uh... Oh, what was it? It was like... Not getting out of his stance that like, the guy was around him? They looked him? at runs to each direction. Okay, I'm not He's talking about run, run blocking. I'm talking about pass yeah. blocking. You, by the way, you can't have two run blocking tackles and expect to be good because that's what Booby Massey is. <laughs> Kyle Long's gone. Bad. That's oh, bad. Is, this, is this our first bum? Oh, he's bad. No, he's, yes. He's too old He was broken. good. He was Injuries good early, and then he got up. hurt, yeah. and yeah, he wasn't any good anymore. Is he a bum? No. No. <laughs> follow him on Twitter. He's actually really funny. Oh, no, I know he is. <laughs> oh, except you he, follow him on Twitter. Except he likes to start fights at practice. Yeah. In the, I was going to say, <laughs> not on Twitter, in the locker room, like actual fights. <laughs> uh, so our first question is... About the XFL. Oh, I thought you were going to go into the Borough one. Uh, we'll do the Borough one after, because right, I actually right. want to talk about the XFL. Yeah, I mean, bit. somebody over here was just trying to, you know, make a decent transition. Austin. Bum. That's for oh. the one. Ding. Ding. Uh, do you think the XFL will succeed? Uh, what do you mean by succeed? Like, actually play a whole season? Stole unlike, my point from uh, me. Yeah. Unlike the uh, we'll say, uh, AAF? We'll, we'll say the baseline will be play a whole season. Yes. Okay, then yes. They have a ton of money. And, and they have. Do you think they will turn a profit? And 
Uh, it depends on first how. First year, no. No. Very much no. I mean, they have a second season. Yes. Because, see, what the XFL did different from the AAF is they actually gave themselves, they announced the league and then gave themselves time to figure out the back-end crap. Plus, they, they have enough money for, like, at least three seasons because already. Because the AAF didn't do that. The AAF didn't also didn't have a billionaire who would really like football money. Yeah. Plus, the AAF just, like, left all their players stranded at hotels. Yeah. <laughs> That's because they ran out of money. <laughs> So here's my thing with the XFL. I like some of the rule changes. But the foot um, the rule changes are terrible, and the football is going to be bad. But I think they'll be able to play more than one season this time. How is it called the Extreme Football League if they're taking more precautions? No, it's called the Extreme Family League. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to keep the name from the, the last Extra time Family they were. League. My girlfriend was like, "How is it called Extreme Football if they're not allowed to fight on the field? Like, what's going?" <laughs> <laughs> Because she was reading the rules, and she was like, this isn't extreme at all. Hey, did you see uh, Chad Johnson is trying yeah. out as a kicker? Yeah. He, what? He, apparently, he played soccer or something, and he, he kicked extra points in the NFL. Wait, which Chad Johnson? Chad Ocho Cinco. Oh. I hope it happens. He made so, extra points in the NFL. When we should all pick hurt. a team in the XFL. St. <sighs> Louis. I'm going with the Vipers. St. Louis Battlehawks, I think. They're coached by Mark Dressman, so you have fun. Are they really? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Tampa team, the, the right? The Tampa Vipers. Yes, they're, yeah. they're coached by Dr. Death. <laughs> also, just happened today, Antonio Callaway signed with the Vipers. <sighs> Dude, he's on my team in Madden. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm not picking an XFL. <laughs> I tried to do that with the AAF, and then they were gone. So I was like, all right. I'm taking the Vipers. I forget hey, what AAF team I liked. I, I liked the the, uh, the orange and blue team, whatever that was. Chicago, Chicago doesn't have an, X- or the an XFL team, right? I mean, who knows? No, because what no. the XFL did smartly was other, th- was other than Dallas and Tampa, they wanted to, oh, and Houston and... Isn't there a Seattle Maybe team? that was the AAF. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I was going to say, I thought they targeted markets without teams, but no, they didn't. Um, <coughs> my thinking is... Putting football in St. Louis was smart. If they have a putting good... A, putting a real football team in D.C. was smart. <laughs> if they have a good first year, they could expand, though. No. Don't do that. They might. They only got eight teams right That'll now. That'll insta-kill you. I think the, the, the best outcome for the XFL would be to become a minor league. Of the NFL. Yeah. I think that's what the NFL tried to do with the AAF or something. No, it's what the or AAF no, wanted to do. No, that's what the AAF wanted to do. Oh, by the way, we have a schedule. It starts February Here's the other thing. 9th, I think. Here's the other thing that the AAF has, or the XFL has that the AAF doesn't. This is the TV networks involved, okay? First week, they have two games on Saturday and Sunday. ABC Fox, Fox ESPN. What? ABC, Fox, ESPN, FS1. Then I think there's a there's a uh, in March they have FS2 as well, and then there's ESPN two games. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different networks that were the games. Then the uh, playoff games, one on Fox, one on ESPN. The championship is on main channel ESPN. Yeah, and wow. if you look back at the AF, they never had a game on ESPN. XFL How many teams make the playoffs? They just had CBS Sportsnet, and some of them did yeah, there. NFL, NFL Network, CBS. NFL Network, CBS Sportsnet, like TNT. Bleacher Report Live. And half of them, and a bunch Bleacher of Bleacher Report Live was one of their main but channels. But every XFL game is televised. 
and it's on a major network or a what nice I remember, size cable network. The only thing I remember from the AF is that huge hit where that guy, the quarterback's helmet went flying off <laughs> in the first week. Like, that was, like, the big moment. Like, they didn't even get to the playoffs. Like, they, the teams would post these, like, yeah. we made the playoffs, and then they just didn't have playoffs because right. they didn't like, make it. Like, ABC and Fox are your, are your very basic over-the-air channels. Right. ESPN's and most basic cable, not super basic, but your standard cable package has ESPN. I think you may get ESPN too if you just get ESPN at all, or you could watch it on the ESPN family, and then you go up a tier and you get FS1. Well, and most people most have that up here. So you're, the difference between the AAF and the XFL is if you want to watch it on CBS Sportsnet, you have to have a really high package that's not in a lot of homes. Their potential homes is going to be much higher than the AAF was. And also, people are creatures of habit, and if they like watching Fox and they are used to watching football at Fox on a Sunday, now remember... This first weekend, Tampa Bay at New York is 1 o'clock Central Time on Fox. When does the NFL start on Fox? 1 o'clock. Oh, pre-game at 11, but noon, 1 Eastern. This is 1 Central, 2 Eastern. So when you're tuning in for your football on Fox, it's it's seamless. It's just after the Super Bowl, just go back and there's more football on Fox on Sunday. And here's the thing. I think people are going to be more inclined to watch this because it's right after the NFL season. Yep. People are going to want to watch more football. There's that, like, hangover after the Super Bowl of, oh, there's no more football for however many months. Even if the football is terrible, people are going to watch it. AAF started right after the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, but it's not as easily accessible as the XFL. It's not on Fox or ABC or ESPN. It's just going to come down to, like, Right now, it's not. You obviously don't have stars in the league. I can mean, you names live come your up out first of it? Year. Yeah. If you can live, if you can live through your first year, then my chances of you being a, a successful get much higher. If you can live through your second season, then college football is a problem. Then you have a problem if you're college football. Does because the XFL if you can, have any rules about you have to go to college first, or no, can you just come straight out of high school? Nope, the XFL because the XFL goal is feeder. The XFL goal is is semi what the AAF is. Only the XFL wants to be completely professional eventually. the The goal of the XFL is, hey, we can take, we'll take your high school kid, who's a top recruit, and you know how you're poor. Well, instead of going to college for no money and not being able to make anything, and profiting a hundred billion dollars to the NCAA, you can just come here and make fifty grand for three years and then go off and also if you have xfl people that play two three years and want to go pro what does the nfl do to that they might because they will have to re-specify their rule about uh, college they will have to make it like the nba does where you can just play three years anywhere because the NBA doesn't say you have to make it through one year of college. It's right. Just one year of ball after you graduate high school. Or it's just like one Luka. year just one year removed from high school, I thought was the rule. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to go play anywhere. You could just practice for a whole year and then go to the NBA. Well, that's what I meant, yeah. If you really were so inclined to do that, but no one really does that. No. Unless you're hurt. Right. It oh. looks like the average salary is fifty five thousand in the XFL. So Not make bad. so make fifty five grand a year. They already had someone like drop out of the league because they felt the salary was too low. 
back in October. This is also an ex NFL player, isn't it? He was in the AAF, but yeah, it says he was in the NFL for a couple months. Yeah, so. But then there's other sources saying the average salary is like five hundred thousand. That's not true. I don't think that's. That's the NFL average salary. Um, that's um, the NFL minimum, I think. Do you want to do this next question? I have an interesting question, but if you want to do this Joe Burrow one. Unless you just want to talk about him during the college football part. Yeah, we could do that. So I got this question from Mr. Larson late last Uh-oh. night. Uh-oh. You got one from me, too. Yeah, I know. He said, had an interesting question for your show. If you put the entire starting five of the one-loss Kentucky team with an average bench, where would you seed them in the NBA? The one lost Kentucky team. Which one? I think the the national champion one. Oh, 12? That year. Mm-hmm. Who was that lineup? Ooh. Eight, eight, Anthony eight, Davis. Michael uh, Terrence Christ, Jones. MKG. Hang right? on. So if they An had average what? NBA bench, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, that makes it. Or maybe it's a 2014-15 one. 14-15 team would get killed in the NBA. But if we're talking about... Well, hold up. I think the 14-15 one is the one he's talking about because they had one loss. What? How many losses did the 12 team have? They had one because I think the only one that they lost was the SEC title. Because I think the Indiana loss is the year after. Um, that starting lineup was Duran Lamb. Who started? Oh, Marcus Teague, Duran Lamb, MKG, Terrence Jones, and AD. AD at the center. The are you looking at 11-12? I mean, I mean this, yeah. this... They four have two losses. They have two. Okay, so... So he's talking, about, that he's talking about the 14, talking about the That team gets killed. Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, 14, Willie Cauley-Stein, Trey Lyles, Aaron Harrison, and Andrew Harrison. That team is bad because you have no guards. They have Devin Booker. But he was, Not uh, yet. Yeah, he was yeah, a he's, freshman. He's on their bench. Well, bench doesn't count because it's just the starters and then yeah, the NBA yeah, bench, Yeah, right? you're right, you're right. Yeah, the Harrisons, Lyles, Colleystein, Towns. Oh, so Booker was with us for two years then. Okay. I don't know. This team, probably a fringe playoff team. No, not even that. Mm. You have no guards. You've got a good center. You've got another good set. You've got two. You got a really good center and a good center. Um, You've got a nice forward, a kind of nice forward in Trey Lyles. You have no guard play. And if you give them, well, I mean, they kind of have an NBA bench. I mean, does a bench of Dakari Johnson, Tyler, at least to me, Devin Booker, Tyler Eulis, Dakari Johnson, Alex Poitrith, Marcus Lee, if used properly, that doesn't sound like a bad bench to me. So you're saying I just, just think the whole Marcus team Lee. How many, how many of these uh, starters are starting right now in the NBA? Um, Aaron Harrison is in the NBA, but he's not doing anything. I think he's. I think he and his brother Andrew are both G League. Carl Anthony Towns, obviously, he is uh, with the Timberwolves. Trey Lyles, I don't know where he is now, but I know he's playing in the NBA. He might be bench at this point, though. And Willie Cauley Stein's the starting center for the Warriors, as far as I know. Well, I think they do a kind of by committee thing. Then, if they have an NBA bench. I think they don't make the playoffs. No. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they're the worst team in the league. Right. I, I still think... Th- are they better than the Bulls? No. <laughs> I, I still believe that this team, if they would have lost the SEC title, they would have won the whole thing. 
because for whatever reason, these Kentucky teams need to lose games beforehand in order to go to a national championship. So this year, then, they're going to go to the Natty? Well, no, because I don't think this team is good enough. But then again, I mean, Evansville could win the Natty for all we know. <laughs> but, like, that four- Western Illinois? That 14 Kentucky team needed to lose in, SC- needed to lose in the SEC championship because they needed that reset button. Go look at 12. The only two times they lost must have been that walk-off against Indiana, and I don't know exactly where I was for that because I was heartbroken. And then they got beat by Vandy, and then they death-machined everyone the entire rest of the way because then Calipari finally go, now do you see why I tell you to get up and move around and get out of your trance on the floor, actually work on that one? Okay, it's time to slaughter everybody. And they right. did. And they cruised and they're probably the one of the best teams to ever win a national championship. One of the best March Madness teams ever. I'm excited for this year because there are going to be no death machines, I, I don't think. No, there's going to be no buzzsaws at all. It's going to be all really close Can we games. have another 16? Oh, I don't win. think it's going to be that crazy. No, not that hey. deep. You never know. You, it, you're going to have to have a matchup. The only reason UMBC and Virginia ever happened, because if there was ever a team that was going to, that was going to happen to, it was them. And they were the perfect for 16 because of the style of basketball between the ACC and the smaller conferences is so much different because there's not nearly as much size. If Virginia gets past the 16 game, they win the national championship that year because they are built to beat those teams. They're not built to beat University of Maryland and Baltimore County. They're not built to beat tiny teams that can zigzag around. Right, because they're more defensive. They're not built for that. They're built for big NBA pro-style teams that have guys that are 6'9", 6'10", and want to bang it down in the post at least a little. They're built for a different. They were built for a different style um, of team. Didn't that team U- UMBC or whatever just bury him with the three ball? Yes, all game they were just zipping around because none of them were that. T- none of them. I mean, tall in scale, they were all probably taller than me. Yeah. but they weren't. No, they didn't have any seven footers. They didn't have any guys that were six ten. At least it played. They were small. They were all guards, and they weren't. Virginia wasn't built for that. That's why that that will never happen again. Because that was such a special instance of a team that had so little offense and so much defense. And the only thing that stood between them and a the national title was a hard, the hard counter of all hard counters in style of play. And size and personnel grouping. What's your super early Final Four picks? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not even trying. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, fine, Kentucky, Illinois, Western Illinois, <laughs> and, <laughs> and go, Gonzaga. <laughs> I'm going to go really, really easy on it. Duke, San Diego State. Duke. Duke. Actually, you know what? Yeah, they've kind of been beckoning. G- uh, give me Auburn, San Diego State, uh, Kentucky, and I need a team that would go north. Wichita. <sighs> I think if uh, they'll probably send Kansas north this year. Give me Kansas. I can't wait for March Madness. I guess. Give me Auburn, Duke, Gonzaga. South, East, West. Need team from the need North. Michigan State. Ooh, I reject that. <laughs> I reject that. I mean, that you, pick. you can do that, but I, I reject that because that that Purdue thing was. That's their that's their oh. wake up call. Scoring 43 points is a problem, though. <laughs> I'm just saying, you you are entitled to your opinion. But, whew, that's a 
That's a problem for America. I don't think San Diego State's going to realistically go anywhere in the tournament. They play a relatively weak schedule in a weak conference. They've been fine though previously, and they they're an underrated basketball. No, team. they've had clo- what? they've had they've had close wins like all season against pretty bad teams. No, I'm saying in tournament history. Oh, I'm just saying this season. I feel like they might be oh. overrated just because of the last undefeated team. Oh, they're not overrated because they're not like they're. I don't think they're even top ten. Yeah, they are. They're good. They're oh, seven. Good. good. They should be one. <laughs> it's not how that works. <laughs> I guess we should dive into this NFL rundown. Yeah. So we're staying on. Track. Yeah, we're a half hour into the show. <laughs> uh, but first, I guess the most important thing. Are we just yeeting past my question? We'll talk about it with uh, MLB. MLB. Oh, okay. Um, conference championships this weekend. Woo! Someone's nervous over here. Yeah. You have nothing to worry about. No, just the way the media is talking about this game has me freaked out. Media also the, said Clemson was going to beat LSU by 10. Just turn off the TVs. Because the way that they're crafting this game is it's like it. Packers have everything to play for. The Niners are getting going to get complacent. They're going to they're going to do this. They're going to do that. The Packers yeah, are secretly bad. And Aaron Rodgers what? Aaron Rodgers is going to flip this switch. No, he's not. And uh, he, looked, Aaron Rodgers, he looked really good against no. Seattle. There's yeah, he sh- didn't look really good no. against San Francisco. There though. is a short in his switch. It doesn't work anymore. It's it's kind of interesting on both no, both games. Bad. The Packers' last loss was to the Niners. Yeah, and then the Chiefs' last loss was to the Titans. And they've both gone on these winning streaks since losing. I know that I don't know what again. that I have no idea what to feel about because Kansas City's defense, even though they've been playing better, is not as good. And, and Derek Henry is just absolutely absurd. Have y'all been moment. seeing that post on social media about Trent Taylor and Derek Henry? No. Where it's like if Trent Taylor met Derrick Henry in the trench, he would obliterate Derrick Henry because he's a high runner. Mm-mm. What's your thoughts on Trent that? Taylor? Who the hell is that? That's a receiver, isn't it? No. The linebacker for Washington. I don't know. No idea. What? Trent Taylor? Yeah. that's that's He's on the Niners. No. Terrence Trent Darby? I don't know. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this Trent guy? Taylor. Is or a what's receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. No, not him. That's what you said. The linebacker that played for Washington and then he died. <laughs> I don't know. What? I'm confused. Sean Taylor? There we go. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> stupid. He was a safety. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like Washington Huskies for a second. I was like, um. Because I don't speak of the team in Washington's name. Right. It's like a good way to host that was truthful, not sarcastic, by the way. Sean Taylor. There you go. Better. I don't just know. Ha- I just didn't had the watch Niners Sean on play. your mind. I didn't watch Sean play, honestly. I don't remember. Remember when he hit that punter in the Pro Bowl? I don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> Have you seen that? When he hit that yeah. punter in the Pro Bowl? Remember when uh, Jamal Adams hit the Patriots guy, hit Patriots mascot in the face and he had to go to the hospital? Remember when Antonio Brown kicked the Browns punter in the face or stepped on his helmet? That was just malicious. <laughs> that was back when he was normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> which, which, I guess, which one do you want to talk about? Which yeah, that's game? what I was going to ask. Do you want to talk we'll about Titans-Chiefs? Titans, Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. the Chiefs came back off that th- that comeback that shouldn't have happened, but the Texans are cursed, I guess. Uh, and Andy Reid is 1-8 all-time against the Titans as a coach. 
And he's one, one in five, five in, com- in conference titles. It's kind of amazing games. to get to six conference titles, though. Can't relate. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be Derrick Henry against the Chiefs' run defense. That's the big matchup of the game for me. Well, of course. That's are you entirely sure that Mahomes just doesn't light their secondary on fire the entire time? I don't know, they've happen. been playing really solid defense. Yeah, they held the Ravens 12. Yeah, but... Pick, look at the, pick look, Lamar off twice. But look at both teams that they played. New England and Baltimore. Two what teams a, who a lot of people thought were going to the Super what Bowl. What do both teams do in the passing game that the Chiefs don't? They're, they're a lot smaller passing game teams. They're not... Our quarterback has a uh, nuclear launcher for an arm, and we have this guy named Tyree Kill who can run faster than any other person in the NFL. I mean, NFL. the Ravens had Go. Marquise Brown. He's not as Yeah, but fast, they didn't... But, but he's not Tyree... And they didn't just say, hey, we need touchdown. Hey, Tyreek, run that way. Or Kelsey. Hey, Mahomes, throw ball. Oh, look, we scored. Kelsey, catch ball. Yes. <laughs> Travis, catch football. Right. Tyreek, run, run very, very fast, very far past everyone. You can't put a safety or a corner on Kelsey because then you give up something on the outside. No, because then Sammy Watkins says, I have an NFL career too, guys. <laughs> right. I found that. I figured that one out. So I think that's, that's the know, second the Titans, biggest matchup in I the game. I think the Titans got a bunch of momentum. And they're coming off beating the number one scoring if offense Chris and Jones, number one scoring If Chris defense. Jones doesn't play for the Chiefs, I think they have a problem. No, if Chris Jones doesn't play, they'll be better off because they got 99, baby. Yeah. Um, no, but it's which of these two is greater in whose favor? Derrick Henry in the Chiefs' run defense or Pat Mahomes versus the Titans' secondary? I would take Henry versus that god-awful run defense. Anyway. Okay, then Tennessee wins. Unless, because unless they you, do everything that they absolutely can to stop their own be, and force Tennessee to throw the ball. Because I think that that, that Derrick Henry is better than the Kansas City run defense, and Pat Mahomes is better than Titans secondary. So which is there a greater discrepancy? But here's the thing. Where is there a greater discrepancy? If you're going to commit to running the ball and you have a better run game than the defense, you can just grind the game out. All right, then I'm going to – well, yeah, but the Chiefs also scored a minute and a half. Right. So it doesn't yeah. matter. But if Tennessee holds the ball for eight minutes a drive or it whatever. it matter. Yeah, because Henry will get 35 carries, 30, 35 right. carries. And you just grind the game out and score. Okay, then Tennessee's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, It's going to be ugly, and everyone's going to say it's boring, but – On this win streak, the Chiefs are allowing less than 100 yards per game rushing, too. But they haven't – played Derrick Henry in that streak. I don't know. It could be wrong. It could be a Chiefs blowout. I hope not. All the all four divisional games were pretty much just not even close. Except Seahawks Packers at the end. But mm, yeah, I was gonna say um, Packers were holding on for dear life in that game. Niners Vikings wasn't close as I said. Usually Okay, there's that whole like first down thing. With the Seahawks Packers, that was a first down. It was the line yeah, was, was moved the on TV. If you yeah, look the at the TV other line angles, was wrong. yeah, if you're like it's behind the TV line, and like that's the thing, people like. But the TV line was wrong. Though, yeah, wasn't. It's it was not set up a yard further down. Yeah, like they even say that on TV a lot of times during the broadcast. Like that yellow line is not accurate. Like, yeah, it's just a. It's know, just there I to guess. like give you an idea yeah. of where the first down is at. Yeah, and then you go to NBC and you have this funny, stupid blue field. It's funny when people down. like act yeah. like I hate that. It's funny when people are like, "Why didn't he dive for that first down?" It's like they can't see that line. 
that yellow line. <laughs> like, it's like, is, is he even going for the first down? Like, like people don't, some people don't understand that's not actually on the field. Right. But, but yeah. Yeah, the Titans, they have the 21st ranked defense, so. But the Chiefs have 17. I don't so. know. I think it'd be nice to see the Titans win, but yeah. then also yeah, whoever, whoever but I, they might get blown out in the Super Bowl then. You never know. I don't want to seem like I'm a bagwagon Chiefs fan because I'm a Bears fan first, but I'm real close to not being. I've been that way for a while. <laughs> um, whoops. If it wasn't if it wasn't for me being in my house with my dad, I wouldn't have watched any Bears from like week eight on, and I'm absolutely serious about that, and you guys both know I'm serious about yeah. that. Um, because, you know, I know that my dad's getting older, and let's face it, I don't have 80 years with my, you know, I might have 80 years myself, but I don't have 80 years with him, so if I can watch sports with him, I like to take a chance, but anyway, um, so, I, I don't know, because, like, I kind of like this Kansas City thing, because I really like Pat Mahomes, and I have since I figured out that college tape, and I really liked him. And having a WIU player on there is awesome, especially one that I've talked to. Right. Even if it was just an interview after a game and then it, after a combine. And I think he's also a good dude because if you look at him on Twitter, all indi- and just personally, just all yeah. indications are he's a good dude. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that Chiefs team, like, a, like Fanny a little, you know? It's the only real team I have left to root for because I have no connection to the Niners. I certainly don't want the Packers to win their Super Bowl. <laughs> and I kind of I don't know, I want to see the Titans go. And if like, the Titans is the good story, but I yeah. don't I don't really care or have any connection. but I have a small connection to that Kansas City team. So, well we know Tannehill's about to get paid because teams are stupid. He might get paid are you by sure the Titans. He might get paid by the Titans. I was going to say if I'm Tennessee, I'm paying him. Yeah. Because he hasn't thrown over 100 yards in each playoff game. I mean, he hasn't Screw had it. to, but that's not going to work. something that works. That's not going to work over that's a full season. But he, he, but he made the connections the when he had to against they're Baltimore. What the, they're what? The best team in football since week seven or whatever it was? They're, they made it to the playoffs because they said, we have no other choice. Here you go, Ryan Tannehill. Let's try it. And it worked. Just keep it. Who cares? Like Imagine being the Ravens going 14-2, and two, being the best offense in the league, and you lose to the 9-7 and seven Titans. That's the way football is. The I've NFC. seen... I've seen a couple of theories though about the Super Bowl. It seems like Chiefs Packers is like the pick. Yes, because, because you have of State Super Farm Bowl one. State Farm, yeah, Super Bowl one state, for the hundredth season. Yeah, State Farm, and then and then the one hundredth year have a repeat of Super Bowl one. Although I would think you would rather do that on a Super Bowl anniversary, but yeah. I kind of understand why you would. I um, want you know y- yeah. you guys both know what I want. Niners, Titans. You want Niners, Niners Titans. Titans, yeah. Because you're the so same team, this it's week, just the Niners are the this better This weekend, both Ford and Alexander are playing, right? Yep. They're going to still play limited snaps, though. Well, the NFC They'll thing we don't even have to talk about because Green Bay's a joke and oh, shouldn't no. even be here. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to kill them. I don't, I don't think that. I think it's going to be close. I hope they do. That game will no, be horrible. No, you know hor- what I want to see? That game will you know, be horrible. You know what I want to see? <laughs> I want to see, like, you want to see Ian Ray blow it on the final play and of the I game? And I want to see Robbie Gold go out there oh. and send them to the Super Bowl. I no, would like to see that. That would be great. Robbie Gold hits a 58-yarder to go to the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> how about how about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo drops back and tosses one over the middle, but uh, nobody knows it's uh, only the safety doesn't know it's zone. It, he still thinks it's man, and he gets clobbered. Or was it the other way around? Wait, talking about the Rams game? No, Chris Conti. Oh, I don't, ever, got say, all I don't ever say that name again. <laughs> <laughs> that play against the Packers when Randall Cobb got like 80 yards oh, to win the ball game yeah. because oh, back in 2013 because in 13 because it got audibled. I think they Briggs audibled it to zone or no Briggs audibled it to man and everyone heard him but Conti because the original zone play had Conti well, I mean, playing he's had up so many concussions <laughs> and. <laughs> If they would have gone, like, let's say they audible the man and go to cover two man, that Conte needs to go back. So the corner is thinking he has back help with Conte over the top because of the call that he mm-hmm. heard. Because it was in Lambo, Chris Conte never hears Lance Briggs yell at the audible, so Conte is in his low zone assignment. They were in, like, cover one, I think. Yeah. And he wanted to go to, like, cover two man. Conte never hears him, and Randall Cobb gets wide open over the top to lose a game, and that kicked the Bears out of the playoffs. Play. I hate thinking about that play. <laughs> Please, I want the Packers to lose so bad. Well, here's the thing. I think you both are overestimating the outcome, like what this game is. I think you both think it's going to be a blowout. Rogers. Yes, because I think the Packers are bad. I don't think a team gets blown out in the first like, a playoff team gets blown out first time against a team they played and then doesn't get better the second time. And that if you watch that game, like, if you go back and look at that game, there were moments where that game really couldn't have been a blowout, and it shouldn't have been. But it was. But it, <laughs> it was closer than the score indicates. There I, don't, some, I don't know. They lost there by are 29. Some, there are some weird fluky things that happen in that game that don't happen. Rodgers doesn't fumble the ball. He does when he plays on good the defense. first drive. He does when he plays a good defense. After a, after a after a weird um, unnecessary roughness call on Adams when he's on yeah. offense, like the, like none of that stuff happens. Kittle doesn't just get super wide open on a on a double move post route. He does when their secondary is kind of. Uh, and then the and then Aaron Rodgers gets an HGH shot. <coughs> A morphine or a cortisone People. shot after he gets sacked by Corey. I think the Niners should sign Corey Wooten. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew knows Wait. what I'm talking about. Austin has no oh, idea. That was Favre. He broke Favre's collarbone. Right? Uh, no? Are you sure that wasn't? Talking about the Vikings? That was Favre. No, it was Bears. Oh. Did you know one of the top moments of the decade in Minnesota is breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone? <laughs> I'm not so kidding. Mean. I'm not even kidding. It was in a newspaper or whatever it was up wow, there in Minnesota. Bad. One of the top sports moments of the that's decade. That's when you know you suck. What's true? Oh, yeah. I know. I totally agree. Minnesota fans are pathetic. It's true. Oh, rip. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Vikings fans. Rip. <laughs> sorry, Dylan. Yeah. I like but Dylan. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's do a quick, like, well, I guess we'll do this later, actually. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, we'll do it later. We'll still talk about it. Another big story out of the NFL: Luke Keekley retires. I at I I totally agree with that. Yeah, he, he gets seemed, a jacket, right? Hurt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Best maybe best, not best first Panther ballot, ever. Best Panther ever is that? Nope, Jared Allen. He's not even best defensive player. Jared Allen's the best Panther ever. Yep. He only played for like two years there. 
Oh, not Jared Allen. Sorry. Wrong. Oh, you mean Kyle Allen. No. Absolutely. <laughs> wrong, former, wrong former bear. Julius Peppers. Sorry. My bad. Peppers what played. Steve, what about Steve Smith? And there's a good one. There's a good one. Jake DeLome. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has yeah. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he just made the Pro okay. Bowl this year. It's not like he was at a low level. So either. here's my thing. Here's my homework coming out of me. If Keekley goes to the Hall of Fame, does Patrick Willis go to the Hall of oh, Fame? No. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Willis was the best linebacker in the NFL for four or five years. They had al- they almost identical careers if you look Hang at their on. awards and all their stuff. <laughs> Angrily typing. The, Angr- look at <laughs> the only thing different is that I don't think Willis – no, Willis didn't win defensive rookie and then defensive player. But yeah. I think mm. Willis eventually won defensive mm. player, just not back-to-back. Plus, Willis retired early, too. Yeah, they both played the same amount of seasons. He Dude, had the same he, he had the same exact number of Pro Bowls and AP yeah. first teams as yeah. Keekley. And he was a defensive rookie of the year, just like Keekley. Yeah, I just don't think he won Depoy, did he? No. There's a couple years where he could have. And he had to play with... I mean, he eight. only had two seasons under 100 combined tackles, and that's because of injury. And he had to play with Navarro Bowman... Yeah, and Alden Smith, like he showed out on a stacked defense, and then he just had to retire early because it's easier to show out on a stacked defense. His four well, I mean, he had to share the load with a bunch of other people. He had an insane amount of tackles his first four seasons. Right, it was like six hundred maybe. If I'm doing the math right. All right, I guess if I'm putting in Keekly, I have to put in Willis. And Willis is eligible, I think, next yeah. year. Yeah. Or is it this year? No, no it was this year. He was a. Fi- I think long. he was a yeah, finalist. They, they announced the rest of the class on the day before. The and he didn't. Bowl. He didn't. Um, he didn't get in. Well, he still could. I no, hate. Oh, I hate Hall of Fame. They finally they they, oh, they shot off the twenty five. No, no, they didn't. They, they haven't done the five mile. Oh, era. they okay. just did the centennial thing. I want to talk about that for a second. I, I right. literally I hate. Can I get my Hall of Fame rant off? Yeah. Okay, I hate the MLB Hall of Fame because it's stupid. I hate all Hall of Fames except the basketball one actually does it right, I think. Okay, Antonio Gates is a Hall of Famer. Just put him in the first time. Okay? The first ballot versus what Hall of Fame is so stupid. Right. If they're a Hall of Famer, put them in. Albert Pujols should get a ceremony the second he retires. Jeter it's just, just because of just give him the stupid it's jacket. It's just because please. people like to retire and then come back. Like Brett Favre, he came back like eight hundred right. times. Yeah, that's why the NFL. But like that's like, why they do it. How is Mariano Rivera the first? Uh, and look, Rivera is incredible. How is Mariano Rivera baseball's first unanimous Hall of Famer? Who said Babe Ruth wasn't a Hall of Famer or Hank Aaron? They're not. No, Mariano Rivera was the first. Unanimous oh, Hall unanimously. of Famer. Right. But Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron aren't in the Hall of Famer. S- no, they are. But the f- but they, they weren't unanimously picked. They didn't have 100. <laughs> Who said Hank Aaron wasn't a Hall of Famer and what is wrong with them <laughs> and why did they have a vote ever again? Maybe they were like, oh, all he could do is hit home runs. So they. <laughs> <laughs> Who says Randy Johnson is a, or Greg Maddox is a, a Hall of Famer? Maybe, maybe there was a bird me? voting and they had something against Randy Johnson. <laughs> oh, a bird, Peter, a, Peter bird was act- voting. a bird activist. There was just like a bird lover, and then 
Like, like Luke Cage. He's a murderer. Don't not put him in first Hall ballot, of but if it's, just put him in if he's a Hall of Famer. Just put him in the. This well, we gotta have four people per Hall of Fame class. We gotta have one coach, one stripper, and one player that played in the 1800s, and one person that played from 1960 to 1980, and one person that played with themselves in the locker room from 2000. No, if they're a Hall of Famer, put them in, you dopes. Well, if we did that, then there'd be like 8,000 Hall of Famers. But if there's 8,000 Hall of Famers, there's 8,000 Hall of Famers. If they're good enough to go in the Hall of Fame. Put them there. Who who is going to tell me that that Jared Allen or Julius Peppers is now a Hall of Famer? Did you guys see that video of uh, Drew Pearson finding out he's not going to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. <laughs> who? Drew Pearson, Cowboys receiver from the seventies. Oh, no idea. The only member of the seventies All Decade team who's not in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. If you're on the All Decade team but not in the Hall of Fame, that's dumb because that means you're one of the best players of your era. And. Literally everyone else on that team is already in the hall. And he got snubbed again. That's, okay, that's silly. Like, uh, let's see, um... Oh, by the way, Short Careers Megatron's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, best player at your position from almost the moment you stepped in the league. If you're gonna have a short career, that's what it takes for HOF. Right. It's like, who, who is going to say that Brady isn't? So let's or nobody then nobody since or they're since they're announcing the last five before no, the Super stop. Bowl. No, I don't wait, think wait, he, wait, I don't think Roethlisberger is going to be a unanimous like no. you're trying to he insinuate. Won't even. What? Wait, Ben Roethlisberger is in the Hall of Fame? Not, not first not year, unanimously, not first, ballot, not first year. No, what? he won a couple Super Bowls, but I just think I don't know. <clears throat> I think the stigma I take around I take Rivers over him. His, He's off the field stuff Ooh. may... may uh, Rivers is a better quarterback. I'm let's calm it. down a touch. I'm saying it. I think Roethlisberger's off the field is that issues may, may damage his Hall of Fame Because campaign. of this, of our era, Brady is going, Breeze is going, Manning is going. Those are really Eli? easy. No, Eli's not going because oh. his stats are I horrible. I thought you were Eli. I was like... No, Peyton. Oh, oh yeah, he's not <laughs> not, not that are left now. <laughs> <laughs> but like of our okay. grow uh, of our childhoods, Manning is going. Bre- Peyton is going. Breeze is going. Brady is going. And Favre's already in, I think. Favre is going. Yeah, Far- yeah end of Favre. He is going. Rogers, to go. he'll go. Rogers will go. And then I think after that is Roethlisberger and Rivers. And then I think Philip Rivers is your cutoff line, and anything below that's not going. Yeah. Like Matt Ryan won't go. Um. I'm trying to think of good but not not good enough quarterbacks. Um, um, that's really it. I yeah. Think. I mean, unless you want to talk about, like, yeah, that's really too far out. No Andrew Luck. We don't know anything. We I don't know on Deshaun Watson yet. Russ? Um, Russell Wilson. Oh! Get there, yeah. He's got, what, two Super Bowls? Okay, maybe One. I'll put Russell Wilson <coughs> in and set my cut line at Rivers. Still, Wilson has won. He's been to two. I think I'll put Russ ahead of Rivers. That's close. That's not really of our youth, though. That's kind of more of our teen years. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. He's, yeah, out of those guys who was getting old at that point, that kind of next wave of quarterbacks, he's going to be the first one in of that of that yeah, next yeah, yeah. wave, yeah. of that tens wave. But, oh, man. I think he is a Hall of Famer, though. 
Considering the offense, especially after this year, with the offensive line he didn't have. Yeah. I saw something saying Mike Tomlin should be a Hall of Famer for having to put up with Antonio Brown for nine years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, um, uh, um, Tio's, is it Tio that's not in? Yeah, it's Terrell Owens that's not in the Hall yeah. of Fame. That's a joke. Yeah, that's a crime. Or on the he wasn't it's on because the of he wasn't on the All One Hundred team either, which is also oh, he was mad about that it's because of his personality. Be- because it's a joke. Because nobody knows who this guy that played in the twenties is. I and hate it- that. <laughs> it's because you got people who are like eighty picking the the All One Hundred yeah. team. Yeah, Bill Belichick and. Now here's a guy. Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> How did Chris Collinsworth get on that panel? When you think great football mind, do you think Chris Collinsworth? I don't. <laughs> He's not on my top ten. I think Mike Ditka before I think Chris Collinsworth. Or at least let Berman do it. Right. So. Anyway, man, we, uh, we're not getting through this one now, are we? No. Gonna so who's actually going to make the Hall of Fame this year? They pick February 1st. We got 15 finalists. Hang on. I'll read them off for you. Thank you. Uh, Steve Atwater, who I think should make should. it. Should. Tony Baselli mm. Didn't play long enough, maybe. He was really good. I don't but know. Isaac Bruce. Has to. Leroy Butler. Alan, Alan Fanica. Tori Holt. Steve Hudson. Is it? It's Fonseca. Oh, Wait, maybe. Alphonse. Uh, Edron James. John Lynch, who's Has been to. a finalist seven times. Has to. Uh, Sam Mills. Troy Palomalu, I think he's yeah. first ballot. I didn't know he already wasn't. Well, it's his first time on the ballot. so y- You have to. Yeah, actually, him and Reggie Wayne are the only first ballot possibilities this year. Wayne has to. Uh, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, and Brian Has Young. to. There's no quarterbacks. Has to. No quarterbacks on this. I think it'll it should be Palomalu, Atwater, uh, John Lynch. Mm, after that, it's kind of like I don't know who. Who's gonna be the five modern era players, and what what do they consider modern era? I think it's that's like, the list. Yeah, that's. Well, it says February first, five modern era. Yeah, that's. Oh, that is they the, pick from those fifteen. Okay, I thought you were reading the fifteen. No, no, no. Finalists. Oh, Palomalu okay. goes, Wayne goes. Like, this is what I would do. Like, you know how I'm talking about if they're in the Hall of Fame, just put them in a, a stupid thing. Palomalu's a Hall of Famer. Be. Wayne's a Hall of Famer. Lynch is a Hall of Famer. Atwater's a Hall of Famer. Bruce is a Hall of Famer. Um, Hutchison is a Hall of Famer. Holt is a Hall of Famer. Von Sake, I'll listen to your arguments. Edrin James is a Hall of Famer. Richard Seymour is a Hall of Famer. And Zach Thomas It's just running backs take forever to get in because there's nine. so many. I think yeah. there's nine. Nine of that fifteen should go, but only five can. Which is which is what I hate. Which is stupid. Well, it keeps it kind of exclusive, I guess. But then now the list just backs up forever because right, right. And because usually, Lynch. usually what they do is they have five, I think, modern players, then one coach, and then one like what they call old or whatever. No, they Lynch, don't know what their they word have is. two coaches. John Lynch yeah. should. Well, yeah, that's because be they didn't out. they didn't extra amount because of the hundredth season. Oh, because they did fifteen instead of like two. Like they usually do. Two? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Atwater and John Lynch is a joke. And Richard Seymour, too. That's hilarious that they're not in. I oh, don't know. I could see Seymour not getting in for a while, though, just because of... Just because of how many players there are. 
But and like Tory Holt being on ballot number six but, is stupid. Dude, too. next next year's class is gonna be like possibly all first ballot because we got Peyton Manning, I think. If he isn't unanimous, shut down the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Close it. Yeah, 2021 will be Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, and Calvin Johnson. If all oh, of them yeah. aren't unanimous, shut the Hall of Fame down. And also, I think, Tony Gonzalez? If no, he's, he's not first in. ballot, shut it down. I think he's already in. No, he's not. I don't think he's been retired long enough. By the way, oh, you're yeah. listening, you are listening to WIUSFM McComb eighty eight point three, the dog year source for urban and alternative in McComb and sports as well. Oh, I, I don't have plugs to do. Yeah, you have I nothing. almost started doing my plugs, but I don't have my plugs you don't to have do. Anything. Uh, you can listen to A and A at eight from eight to nine a.m. every Friday and Monday here on eighty eight point three, the dog. Sometimes eight to ten. Yeah, yeah. Today we are going to ten o'clock because of the. Glory of George Kittle and Jared Allen. <laughs> Somebody to my right has a Jared Allen Bears jersey, and I'd really like to know why. This is all coming from the guy who has a B Marsh jersey. I have. One, I have one of those too. Do you really? Um, that kind I just of jersey. Felt like too. S- wearing something different. <laughs> got to rep. Got to rep your squad. Yeah. Michael Dion, Andrew Stevens, and Austin Gillentine here. Hello, everybody. In case you're just tuning in the 9 o'clock hour and wondering, <laughs> why, are there, why are there three idiots in a radio studio looking up Tony Gonzalez status <laughs> and, and d- doing absolutely nothing over the air? Well, let's get, this sh- let's get this show back on track. Let's get a nice hard reset at the top of the hour. What, okay. did, we, I say what did we do last hour, gentlemen? We talked. <laughs> we talked about the NFL and our a questions and... I think I want to wrap up this NFL part with just who had the best coaching hire of the five openings. Oh, you think? That's tough. Chico. I'd say the Cowboys, honestly. I they say got rid I'm going to say, I'm gonna that, say the in the short, the short run, the Cowboys. I'm going to say in the long run, the Washington team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Chico's a good coach. Wish the Bears would have fired the Browns. River, Riverboat run. The oh, why did the why did why did why did the Browns hire the most stale play caller in football? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> this is what I really this is what I love about the NFL. Okay, the Bears did this when the when the Chiefs blew that playoff game lead to the team they're playing this weekend, Titans. Remember, because oh, yeah, Maggie's last game was a play caller in Kansas City, they blew the lead to Tennessee in the playoffs. But anyway, I actually like where the Bears coaching staff is going though. They just hired a quarterback coach. Okay, we're not we're not talking about the Bears. Right but now. anyway, <laughs> no, we we, <laughs> we can we can just hold but up. But anyway, so <laughs> they hired uh, DeFilippo, but who worked with Wentz. So here's my season. thing though. Okay, this guy just got done calling a game where his team only scored ten playoff points and is notorious for. His team, his offense being bad against good teams. Why are you hiring him as your head coach? And then they don't hire Sala, which I mean, I'm fine with that. That's cool and all, but yeah, the Bears are a good example of what happens when you get your D coordinator stolen. Right. Also, why didn't uh, Eric Bieniemy get a job from KC? I think he's their offensive coordinator. Maybe Andy Reid threatened him and said, "You can't." Go I mean, anywhere. technically, he can't go interview, <laughs> so everyone filled their spots before yeah, he was right. able to. Don't leave me again. And Another Bel- one. Belichick, uh, what's his name? 
Uh, Josh McDaniel. Yeah, he wouldn't no, let him go interview even though the they lost. The reason that he doesn't leave or that he shouldn't leave is because he's done this twice and yeah. he sucks. Well, one year he kind of just dipped. Yeah. Was that was on the Colts, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I, I'm done. <laughs> and then the Giants hiring the Patriots wide receivers and special teams coach. I, I th- actually, I did not like that at first. Well, it's like it's like a trend up to it now. After because seeing him, like, John you saw the Dolphins take uh, their linebackers coach a couple years ago. Go listen to Pat McAfee. Talk about that. That's a good one. No, I change. I think I changed my mind on it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say go. I go didn't like it at first, but now after like seeing him and like kind of researching, like I like it a little he better. He was the number two guy when Belichick wasn't there. Yeah. He wasn't. He led the team. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think Riverboat Ron's gonna turn that Washington team around, though. I don't know if he's gonna turn him around, but he's gonna hire. He's gonna try. I think he's got the core to do it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, they're about to get Chase Young, so... Is Dwayne Haskins actually good? We're going to find out. They're about to get Chase Young, so... Yeah, or unless the Giants take him. The, no, the Redskins are at two. Are they? Let's see if the Redskins don't bungle that. Well, it depends on if the Bengals bungle number one. But Please don't take two, huh? No, you know what I'm scared of? Okay, I just I just thought of this. Uh-oh. Like, this week. So, where, where are the Packers going to be at in the first round? 30. 30, right? Or 28. So what if Tua slides? And say, they take... No, because the Dolphins are going to... No, what, no just, ransom just, to just hi- hypothetically, for that, for what if that. he slides because of these health concerns? No, Dolphins are going to give up an insane amount of value <laughs> at number four to <laughs> just, Detroit. Just let me... Just let me no, because it's not going to happen. No, I'm just saying, like, what if, it, what if he slides? Because you know how players slide because of stupid Okay, things. hypothetically, let's say he slides. Okay. Yeah, hypothetically, let's say, say, a, say video, a video gets released of him <laughs> smoking marijuana out of a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, wait, then Miami has to draft him. Or say, like... Packers do something and want to trade up and get him or something. They no. To like 20 if he slides. But two is an Alabama quarterback. He sucks in the NFL automatically. He'll be bad anyway. And then he, he uh, it says he's going to be healthy for the summer so he can throw and stuff. Yeah. But I don't believe that because whatever injury it was, it was like, what, eight months? Miami will take him and he will fail as always. Yeah. So I'm saying this could be better for him. So do you not, not think that Miami's going to give up a ton to trade up? No, I don't now? think they'll need to. If they get this, the only way I think Miami trades up to go get him is if they get the sense that everybody got when Trubisky got taken at two. If someone gets plucked way too high and then panic ensues. Like Jordan Love. Like if the Giants yeah. do something stupid. And for some reason, take Jordan Love after they just had... They pull Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, like, if the Giants do something incredibly stupid, then Miami might panic and go get Tua. Go pay an insane price for Bengals Tua. one, Redskins two, Giants three. Yeah. No, Lions are at three. But Lions were at four. No, no, Detroit's four. Detroit's four, New York's three. Everyone has Detroit trading that pick away. Why? No, Lions are at three. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, everyone has the Lions trading that pick. Lions are taking Okuda. That's what. That's what they should do. But anyway, <laughs> Packers take Tua. He gets time to sit and be healthy. Get nope. healthy, one hundred percent behind Rogers. I'll be good with that. And it's gonna be it's another. Bad. It's gonna be another Favre Rogers. Nah, not good. Because remember, Rogers slipped yeah. in that draft. Yeah. This one has to actually be good though, and he's not. Yeah, but if you're behind Rogers for a, at least one season, maybe two. Oh, then why isn't Matt Flynn a god? <laughs> well, that's he or, was a first round pick. Oh, 
or uh, who was their other backup? Um, Scott Tolsey. Uh, no, 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 all the other Tolsey, guys. Brett the Hunley. guy, the guy Brett who Hunley. Ju- ju- Brett Hundley. Well, there you Hunley go. was just bad. I thought he was going to be good coming out of college. To be completely honest with you, yeah, the it's Bengals, Redskins, Lions, Giants, Dolphins. I don't know. Tua could go to six. At the Do the Redskins take Chase Young? And if Chase Young slips to three he, or yeah, four, yeah, they have to. Unless they want Isaiah Simmons after what he did in the college champ in the championship. Um. <laughs> Simmons <laughs> Simmons draft stock went way up. Yeah, it did. He's insane. He has to go top five. To me. What about Isaiah Simmons to Detroit? Either he or who no, they need a corner. Slay's old. Yeah. All right. Or are we going to do these oh, power rankings? Yeah, we have power rankings. Yeah. I forgot. Playoff power rankings. Kind of. There's only four teams left. So it's kind of easy, but. Yeah. We Who fi- wants to go first? This is so funny to me that for once you, we disagree on our team in the opposite way. Wait, what? He he has the Niners at two. Oh. I had him at one all year. <laughs> I know, and now it's flipped. Okay, I guess I'll go first since you just gave away my. Sorry. Like, oh, well, I guess that doesn't matter because they're all pretty much the same, but I got Chiefs, Niners, Titans, Packers, Seahawks. I like how we all have Seahawks at five because yeah. we, we were going to put – They had the most respectable divisional round game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think they're the – of the five through eight teams, they're the best one. Because you can't put the Ravens. They just did nothing against the no, Titans. No, because they just got crapped on. Yeah. And you can't uh, the put Texans the Texans in there. just fell apart. Vikings were asleep the entire game. <laughs> I told you they were going to get smashed. You like that? Richard Sherman picks him off, and he's going back to the sideline, and he was saying, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear I didn't see that. It was like the mic'd up. How, oh, how can God. you not like Richard Sherman? I mean, I would hate oh, him. Oh, I can see. On, if well, he yeah, wasn't on my team, I would okay, hate him. Okay, I was going to say. And I, I did he, hate him he's when funny. he was on the Seahawks. Well, yeah. But yeah, I still have nightmares about that Chiefs WWE promo that he cut on, on all Niners fans after the NFC Championship with that sideline. Oh, interview with tree. Aaron Andrews, yeah. Don't you ever talk about me. <laughs> I'm best in the game. That's will the result you put, you're going to get. Will you put me up with a sorry receiver like Crabtree? <laughs> oh, that's the result you're going to get. Ooh, <laughs> wrestling for him. Dude, yeah. There's an idea. Or just <laughs> an analyst or a color guy, something. No, just make him a manager. Because you yeah. could get him to take a bump. Oh yeah, or give a bump. You yeah. could you could train him enough, make it believable, and he. I would think he would be a good promo. Oh, he would absolutely. He would be an absolutely a good promo. He loves, dude. He wouldn't even need a script. Well, no, none of them should have a script. Yeah, almost none of them. Imagine if they would quit giving Samoa Joe scripts. He's Sherman's ruffling feathers again, though, because now that they're running deep into the playoffs, he's running off his mouth again. Has he said anything? But about he Aaron would Rogers? be such no. a good heel. No. I guess that's smart because Rodgers will just go play. And he could never be a babyface, but Richard Sherman no, would be a no. really good heel manager. He's only he's only a babyface to the people who like him. He would like, be. You know. he, Sherman would be so good at pissing off crowds. It'd be awesome. But he like said this. What was it this past week that he's been the best corner in the game since he came in? Mm-hmm. Packers are gonna have to throw to someone other let's, than Devonte. Uh, let's press the brakes. They're going to have to throw it elsewhere. They can't hit Let, Devontae. Let's, let's press the brakes on that, Mr. Sherman. These last couple of years, this and year? This year. Good, good. These last couple of years, it's, it's, uh, it's soften up. <laughs> and that. then everyone was roasting him back when he signed that contract with the Niners because it was all incentives. Yeah, and he did it all himself. Yeah. And now he's, like, tweeting at people, like, 
What? And he got into it with uh, Mike Florio on Twitter. Yeah. From Pro Football Talk. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. They were going at it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, Packers are going to have to throw somewhere else. I mean, I don't Rodgers know. can do it, but. Does Sherman have. I mean, I know he's still really good, but I feel like you may want to put um, Mosley on. He's Adams. gone against Adams seven times, and they've only targeted him six times. I would say put Mosley on Adams. I wouldn't. And then put Sherman on Lazard. Mm, no. I wouldn't do that. Lazard? Yeah. You're going to put Sherman on Lazard? Lazard's a bum. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> oh. Wait. Did I just hear someone steal my bit while I was trying to find Twitter beef? <laughs> I, I honestly, it was not intended. It just kind of happened. Somebody stole my thunder. All right, let's... Hey, Austin? What? What? We got like three more segments to go, dude. No, you, four. What are you? What are you asking me about here? Do your thing. What thing? The power you, ranking. Oh, we have forty-five <laughs> minutes and seven seconds. We got, we got lost in talking about Sherman Adams or Lazard. I don't know. I just. I feel mean, this is good radio. Put him on Adams. You have to, to put him on Adam, Adams. I just. I don't know. I'm afraid that like Adams may be too fast for Sherman. Oh Lord, Devontae Adams overrated. Oh, wow. And you put, a, like, a young Mosley on No, put Richard Sherman on him and forget about him. I'm not trying to discredit Sherman or anything. I'm just saying you you should probably put your fastest guy on there. Yeah, but guy. that's kind of disrespectful to put him on Lazard. Lazard was on a practice squad last year. Yeah. Just put Sherman on whoever you want to take out of the game in that particular play. Yeah. I'd keep him on Adams. That's, that's fine. That's I guess, okay, put put Sherman on Adams and then put Jimmy Ward always on the same side of the field as, Hot take. as Adams. Packers throw the ball 45 times. Rodgers completes 22. Oof. No, they got Aaron Jones. They won't yeah, they're going to run the ball a lot. But, but they're yeah, they're going to get down early. Plus, they're not in Lambeau. Here's the one thing that I read that was a little interesting about that game. I'll get to my rankings very, very quickly here. The Packers, if they want to, like, come out and really set the pace, they could go no huddle early. Yeah. To really get the Niners defense. Yeah, they can no huddle that pick. <laughs> this is going to be Rodgers' worst game as a bro. Oh, God. You're really setting it up for them to win, dude. I'm really high on this Packers team is secretly bad. Their schedule goes is just a Super pile Bowl. of crap. <laughs> Wins the Super Bowl. The, the Packers, They're bad. The, They've won the Super Bowl, but it's not real. The Packers <laughs> and the Bear, the Packers and Bills are kind of the same as the Bears last year. They had a terrible schedule. And so that's hiding a lot of their flaws. With the Bears, it's their coaching. With the Packers, it's their not quarterback or running back. Or number one wide receiver. Mm. You don't like Adams? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I'll get to my rankings because we're (laughs) lagging here. I would love to talk about that. We're lagging. (laughs) I got Niners at one, Chiefs two, Titans three, Packers four, Seahawks five. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And that's yours too. No, it's not. That's what it says on here. Nope. Oh, no, you have Titans, Chiefs. You have Niners at one, best team in football. Titans, two, the slightly downgraded version of the Niners and also the hottest team in the hottest playoff team in football. The Chiefs at three because I think Green Bay's fake, but they're in the final four, so they have to be there. Uh, Green Bay at four, and Seattle, the best of the rest, at uh, five. Yeah. I to- I uh, Titans over the Chiefs. Yep. 
a hot take. <sighs> they just put up 51 points. I just don't know who I, I don't know who's going to win that game. But I feel like coming into this game, it's not necessarily who I think is going to win, but I think coming into this game, if I'm doing a power rankings, I'm putting Tennessee ahead because I am waiting that beating of the team that I previously had at number two, Baltimore, and I'm also putting a little bit of weight in Andy Reid's love for choking on barbecue in playoff games. <laughs> you see that meme? It was like, this is what happened in the first quarter, and it was Andy Reid's play call sheet, and it was a menu. <laughs> I've been reading the Denny's menu this whole time. Oh, God. All right, we're going to call uh, double stack. Uh, double stack three, grand two, slam. Two for five. <laughs> double stack grand slam. Holmes like, coach, what are you calling? <laughs> we're going to call Spanish Hamlet. What? What is going on? Oh, sorry, that was the Denny's menu from Tuesday. Sorry, my oh. assistant just gave me the play call sheet. We're ready to go. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Hurry up. Uh, I don't want to even know what that Texans locker room was like after that game. It was Bill O'Brien getting fired. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson Everybody's going, just going yelling to bat at the first punter. coach. No. And so, then everyone yelling about the Rudy rule. So we have a bowl game picks recap. We both this went, is funny. We both went 23 and 17. <laughs> What's even funnier is because quick picks, we also tied. Yeah. So technically, we're just all tied up right now. Yeah. No one won. Well, wait. Are you? Is that including the natty? Oh. Yeah, you both picked pick the same it. natty, I think. No, we, I picked Clemson, I and picked, he picked LSU. Well, I guess technically I won. But this is just for like all our overall. Oh, so numbers. okay. So he wins, then. Yeah. Technically. Because we were texting. I was like, if we're tied going into the natty, we have to pick one to break it. Because he realized who the best team in college football was. Well, I was gonna, I'm going with the team that was there last year and won it. Yeah. That's no, I'm going with the team that has no eight, that has no schedule at all. I don't know. And Ohio State's overrated. We'll say you, we'll say you won both since you, you got that tiebreaker. Cool. Where's the celebration sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, I think we're, we're resetting quick picks. Right? Yeah, we're right. gonna keep the, we could keep the all-time record. Yeah. <laughs> And then also the season record, since we're tied in all time. If, oh, did I win the you guess? We went nine and one. Did overall. I win the guess quick picks for? Oh you? yeah, yeah. That's right. your prize is nice. joining us today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Penn State hazing allegations. I think that further cements that Penn State is. Um, yeah, Penn State trash. should should that football program shouldn't exist. Just. Like, do you need any more evidence that that program should have gone away then and should go away now? Like, it's not just hazing. It's saying, I'm going to Sandusky you in the locker room. Like, is there any more evidence? That it got that worse is, than that, but I don't think we can say that on air. Is there any more evidence that that was a cultural problem throughout the entire football program? That it's not where just did one that coach. Start? I don't, I don't understand. That where it's that not came just from. one coach, and it's not just, it's not just Sandusky. It's not just Joe Paterno. It is a cultural sickness and an issue. This should clarify that the NCAA should absolutely kill this football program permanently and they won't because they're cowards who like tv money too much and the big 10 is too powerful and college football as a whole needs to die and come back to life so it can actually have some kind of affinity hope and pleasantry to it but penn state's football program needs to die the same way baylor's does baylor yes baylor's needs to die too what's going on with baylor you didn't see that the reason that Matt Rule became their head coach because they fired their last one for the systemic touching of 
women. I don't remember that. <laughs> the assistant, go look it up. Baylor should Baylor should have died too. Because they did bad things also. Uh, let me find it. Art Bryles. Oh, yeah. There you go. I remember that. Remember the Art Bryles thing? I don't remember that. You don't? Nope. Yeah, go, uh, one end where I talk about stuff, look that up. Yeah, Art Bryles, yeah, they, Baylor should have gone away too. But, but, but you, Penn State has to go away. You can't let them keep doing this. They'll just do this again in it's five years because, because it's, a, it's a systemic problem. You look at this article about the Penn State thing, and then the first editor's pick, Penn State rewards James Franklin with new six-year deal. <laughs> wow. It, looks, it well, makes it look like that's part of it. And, he, and here's, the, here's <laughs> the thing, too. Here's the thing, too, is in the state of Pennsylvania, you must report all hazing incidents. Yeah. And I he was reading an article. Team for it. Who did? The dude who told the coach that he was getting hazed to get kicked off the yeah. team. I, I've got the article here. So, like, Pittsburgh... At the University of Pittsburgh, they had an incident where a guy, like, drank too much at a fraternity. Let me go find... Here we go. I think this is the Penn State ones. I believe these are the Penn State hazing incidents. Uh, Fraternity members did number one on the carrot and forced a new member to eat it. An underground fraternity recruited pledges when not authorized and dropped... Dropped off eight pledges two hours away in their underwear. Fraternity members poured beer on a snake and allegations. There are also videos of them giving beer to a rabbit. A video of new (laughs) members of a fraternity crawling or doing push-ups on a floor covered in liquid while a member dressed in orange kicked a new member. The video was captioned, hell. Those are the Penn State (laughs) hazing incidents. You can't tell me this university shouldn't go away. Instant. Permanent. I mean, how many... College, do you think this actually happens at though? Probably a lot. Well, no, but it just doesn't the, get see, the, well, no, they have to report it in the state of Pennsylvania, or yeah, the college is in legal to. trouble, and the universities take pride in reporting it, and they get reported at Lehigh in Pittsburgh, and they, they have the incidents in this article. But the Penn State's ones are especially egregious, unless I'm reading this article wrong. The Penn State ones are especially egregious, and this this university absolutely should go away into a ball of flames. But you know they're not going to do anything to Penn State. No, they're of the not because it's the a money joke. And the, the affluence of that yeah, we are Penn State should say we are criminals and we should be in jail. I hate Penn State more than I hate anything else. Can we talk about another scandal in sports? Sure. Can we talk about baseball? And this is where your question comes in. Yeah, arguably the biggest baseball scandal since the whole steroid thing. And Jessica Mendoza should be fired immediately. So can you what read was that about? Yeah, I can you read her knows. quote? Was that in response to? Um, okay, so Jessica Mendoza, who I didn't know that she works for the Mets. Yeah, I did not she know that. Executive, right? That she, yes, she's a front office member, and she was on ESPN, which makes no sense. Is in a horrible. Like she was like a reporter. Or something? That's a. Or was she just like no, an she, analyst? So she was a front office member, and she was she was the third member of the Sunday Night Baseball crew on ESPN, oh. which is a horrible Wait, conflict how is that of interest. Allowed? That makes no sense. Yeah. Yes, I mean, because you see, like sometimes NFL players in the playoffs will come on, and but that's a completely different thing. Okay, here's Bentos's. Was inter- wasn't didn't she say something about this fires, is an, like coming this out? This is an interview. I I can't remember exactly where, but um, this is an interview that she did. Okay. This is Mendoza. Mendoza, 39, initially said fires public, uh, publicly exposing the Astros scheme was, quote, hard to swallow. Quote, I mean, I get it. 
If you're with the Oakland A's and you're on a team, heck yeah. You better be telling your teammates, look, heads up, if you hear some noises when you're pitching, this is what's going on. But to go public, yeah, it didn't sit well with me. And then I heard the audio of the uh, entire quote. But it was, oh, it was on Go Look and Wingo. Um, she said that she basically complained about Mike Fires going public with it that and implied what happened later which was that everybody's a cheater and it's just that baseball internally deals with the cheating and let me go find that kid. Hang on. No, it doesn't. There were reports that MLB knew about Wait. all these teams cheating or so at least the from Astros. What, two years ago? Yeah. Have that, you seen like all the stuff going on Twitter now, like the videos and pictures? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I've seen that it? video of Altuve. the Red Sox. The Red Sox. No, no, no. There was a video of um, I think it was Betts. He had a like he had an audio cue for. I saw another thing where like Altuve <coughs> was running the home plate and he was like holding the jersey so they wouldn't rip it off because they did that before. Here we go. You oh. see that? Oh. And then and he had like uh. That's what people think. And he had like, like a speaker or something on him. And then there's the piece of confetti that was on Josh Reddick that was very clearly a taped wire. And then David Brosis comes up. This is the son of Scott Brosis. Oh, I saw that that this morning. David Brosis, a baseball player, left-handed pitcher, spent a season at Oregon State, transferred to Linfield. He deleted his Instagram because... If this is true, he just burnt baseball the rest of the way to the ground. Here's what Brozis said. My dad was the third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners knew they were cheating. Every team did. The MLB did. He knew exactly what they were, how they were doing it in 17. The MLB just wasn't going to do anything about it until the public found out. How did they cheat on the road? They didn't, right? My dad would give fake signs at third, acting like he knew what the Astros pitcher was going to throw, and Corin Hinch would scream and call him Bush League. Weird how that works. Here's an, Then he puts, a, again on his Instagram, a reply to that, somebody said something, oh my god, and then he goes, if you want to read something better, Mike Trout takes HGH for a thyroid condition. It's a loophole he found, and the MLB doesn't make it public because they don't want to know their best players on HGH. But people within know. Thought you'd appreciate it since, whoever it was, you're a Dodgers fan. Did you see this? Altuve thing? Where he's running in and he doesn't want his jersey torn off. Yep. He's in, don't, don't tear it, don't tear it, don't tear it. And he runs, runs into his Plus, I saw that grab. picture of the dude with the, they said it was confetti. No, it, that's a, that? no, yeah. that's a cheating. So, here's what I want to know. If this cheating scandal, and by the way, Mendoza should be fired immediately because she's, an, she's that's just, well, I guess you can't fire her for that, but that's just, ter- that's dumb. Actually, you know what, no, they, she shouldn't be fired, she should be put on first take if we go by ASPN here's logic. The, here's the thing with this. That's really is, bad. If, if he doesn't come out and blow the whistle, pretty much, this doesn't go anywhere. This whole cheating thing doesn't go absolutely anywhere it just is like a kind of like one little article or something you know and it gets buried and it gets pushed under the rug and baseball is still baseball what are we looking at here let's just pick up it's something saying that he picked a buzzer up that fell off his bat on a pitch who uh someone the astros uh chirinos there's a picture here in the world series against the nats this year yeah. 
So I haven't seen this. I'll give the live play by play of this. So the pitch is delivered. It's low and away. Chirino swings the bat. Something comes off. uh, It's like silver. A Patrick Corbin slider, or probably a curveball. And Chirinos looks at the end of his bat, sees that there's nothing there, looks at the ground, reaches down, picks something very small off of the ground, takes a look at it, and he's going to put it in his back right pocket. <laughs> something that fell off his bat. But what could you put on the bat? I don't a understand. Buzzer, I there's guess. There's a buzzer on a bat that, that, that does something. But, like, buzzing, when a certain like you pitch feel, is coming or like something? Like, you can feel it in like your bat? Like, a certain pit, like, so... But how could you be cheating on the road? So, in theory... They steal the. They see a sign, and then your bat buzzes twice, and you know a slider's coming. What do you do? Do you do you? So does this? Maybe this could go deeper. Do you have someone out in the outfield with binoculars on that, like you paid to get a ticket to the game, and then? I don't know how they did it on the road, but I know it, they figured out that they did it on the road in some road games or something. Um, but yeah, the ML, but we the MLB is dirty. So here here's the punishment for the Astros for the sign stealing scandal. Loon Ho and AJ Hinch get fired. Well, they got suspended, then fired. The Astros got fined five million bucks. They got stripped of first and second round picks in twenty and twenty one. Now, Herb Lawrence, who is a producer and sometimes host at Six Seventy Score, put this on Twitter to Sox fans. Andrew, I don't know what you think or Austin, but I absolutely agree with this. If the White Sox win a World Series next year, and in two years or this coming season, and in two years. Ricky gets fired, and Rick Hahn gets Ricky Montreal gets fired. Rick Hahn gets fired. The org gets fined five million bucks, and they lose first and second round picks in the next two seasons. You take the World Series. Oh I yeah. Do. yeah, yeah. Every baseball fan takes the World Series. Every GM takes the World Series. The, the punishments are terrible. Also, if this scandal doesn't get these guys banned for life. How is Pete Rose not in the Hall of Fame? Which is worse, this or anything Pete Rose did? This. This by far. That was just gambling, right? Why is, yes. And gambling's legal in half the freaking country. Yeah, this stuff actually Why isn't Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, this stuff, because this stuff actually impacted games. Yes, this was rigging games, and Pete Rose bet on his own team to win. Baseball is all about the unwritten rules and all this i bet like this is so stupid no this is so stupid because you're gonna ban a guy for life for betting on his own team but you're not gonna ban people for life for actually cheating like i don't i don't get it rose didn't rig games right the astros literally rigged games or at least did their best but to. But to, to in the eyes of baseball players, this was totally fine. This is just all part of the sport. Oh, I got to get the... Yeah, because there's so many people that say, oh, cheating's just part of baseball. Yeah. If you're not cheating, you're not winning. Right. Well, like, here's... And here's, like, systemically in baseball. So this is my this is my sophomore year of college. I went back to my high school for a baseball game. And we were playing... my We were playing one of our local schools. And there was a couple of kids who were playing college baseball there. And at second base, we noticed, and even I noticed, their second baseman was doing some interesting things. The catcher would give the signs, and then the second baseman, like from the opposite dugout, would do some stuff. And the third base coach would look at the opposing batter and do some stuff. And the guys that were playing college ball knew our sign set. 
and because like they were on the team the the year and two prior. Oh. And he grabs one of the assistant coaches and goes, "You know they're stealing signs, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, but if they win, if they start winning, we'll say something. We ain't gonna say something yet." And I said, "So what do you do at the college you're going to if you figure out somebody's stealing your signs?" He says, "If one of their players is stealing signs, the next time they come up, they get a fastball right in their ear." Oh, yeah, this is, th- and he was dead serious. But, I mean, if you're stealing signs legally, like if you're figuring out the tells and all that, that's completely well, fine. getting you Darvish's tip pitches is different, but the, what the Astros did was actually well, decipher no, no, no. the I mean, signs. like, if, like, let's say you have a guy on second, and you can see the signs and you can correlate the signs to pitches, that's, I feel like that's totally fine. That's up to the team to either have backup signals yeah. or... Anything like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking the signs organically, like physically seeing the signs and then correlating them to the pitches. But w- the computerized thing. Though. Right. Absolutely yeah. wrong. But that's just one of – but, like, the the guy being on second motioning to your batter what the pitch is, that's right. one of the unwritten rules things that get yeah. you, as he says, ear hold. Right. Which is basically you get whacked in the head with the next pitch. I think baseball then, uh, need, baseball needs a hard reset. Yeah, they do. The Sox, the Red Sox fired Alex Cora for his part, and then um, Carlos Beltran stepped down. And then there's the was it Cora himself that oh Beltran he's got something to do he's got something buzzing going on after the London series he winks. What you didn't see that? No. So I, I'm pretty sure it's Alex Cora. So, Beltron is like a staff member or something for the Yanks. And Alex Cora says something about... Go find, I can't remember what the exact quote was, but Cora says something about Beltron in... Uh, that Beltron was their best pickup. Then he winks. Then about 20 seconds later, he mentions something about a buzzer. Unprovoked. <laughs> And then now with context, it makes sense. And Beltron was cheating too. And the Yankees may have been cheating. And now Beltron got fired by the Mets before he even managed a game. Did you know there was a guy on Reddit who called it like months in advance that the Astros really? were cheating? Yeah. He was like, it would be really weird if the Astros were banging on a garbage can calling out all the pitches. Like this was like months in advance and he had a Tampa Bay Rays flare. Like he must have been someone inside the Astros organization or someone that knew someone in the organization, and no one thought anything of it at the time. Hmm. They just thought it was some weird guy. It was in a game thread, like a live game thread. He just said it randomly. Yeah, because this didn't happen this last season, did it? it was no, this just blew up before. after the World Series this year. Yeah, because somebody saw the camera. Is that what it No. Is that what it was? No, I thought yes. it was people complaining about they heard the banging. Well, no, it was somebody saw a camera... In one of the after interview, in one of the post game shots, somebody saw something funny, paused it, saw a camera, and then somebody said, Wait a minute, is this what this is? And then people went, Yeah, because there's an awful lot of coughing and banging going on. Well, that and um, who was it? Rosenthal and someone else for the athletic had been. That's ar- a wire, by the way. That's not a piece of confetti. Let me see. Because there's a wire underneath of it. Let me see. Oh my god. And it runs and you can see where it runs up to his ear. That's a wire. 
And you can look, see the other half of that, that exact that wire is the in the same lab. As that. Unless it was like a huge glare, but that is a piece. There's, there's no wire under it. You see the part where the wire was. It like comes up. You see that? Yeah. You can see like the yes. That that's a and it's still there. And you can see the earpiece <laughs> on his other shoulder, on his neck. That that's a wire. Oh my! God. If they have him wired up, it's like this, like for an interview. Right. Yeah, I I think it's that's that's a wire. That's like a a wire to to tell you things. And they still lost. I mean, that's oh well, no! This is after they won it in seventeen. Oh, and there's this too. That is a metal wire running across. Is that Josh Reddick? Yeah. That is a metal wire running across Josh Reddick's chest. You and I, like, you and I know what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've both been to that studio a while. Yeah. That's, that's what my is. This, this might be the most elaborate cheating scheme in history. This blows, this blows Spygate out of the water. Oh, yeah. It's ingenious. Leave it to baseball, though. <laughs> to already ruin its already tarnished reputation. Oh, I didn't know you could see the clip. <laughs> Show that to him. You can see the clip. Oh, <laughs> my God. Isn't it amazing what you can do when you get one piece of evidence and then all of a sudden, <laughs> then you go, oh, my God, all of this stuff makes sense. I just... Who's going to be the... Is this it? Or, or is it going to keep growing? Like... No, I think it's still going. I think it's still going. So was the trash can banging just the tip of the iceberg and then it got more sophisticated because now we're looking at buzzers on the bats and earpieces and all that Ooh, kind of stuff. there's a... What is circled on Craig Biggio? I think it was just like a meme. Oh, I thought there was something... Like they're making fun of people who are making fun of the Astros for it. Oh, oh. okay. It's like they've always been cheating. <laughs> but it's just crazy to me. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah. Leave it to baseball What players. do you think of Beltran getting fired before he manages a game? It's the most Mets thing that could have happened. You, don't you, shouldn't you just admit that you were cheating then, wherever he was before? Because I know he wasn't with the Mets before. He's with the Yankees, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't the Yankees kind of have to say something? No. Not part of their organization anymore. Not obligated <laughs> to say anything about players from different or, or managers from different organizations who may or may think, not have done something um, when they were on your team. Gosh darn it, I lost his name. Um, the Red Sox were kind of the first ones to get flagged overall in this thing when they uh, got a uh, brosis. What do you think of the uh, brosis? Oh, if that's comments? true, I'm. I don't know. I'm. Ah, uh, I, I will lose all faith in baseball. As someone who paints themselves as a baseball guy, I will lose all. The trout thing makes a little sense. There's a thyroid issue, and Herman growth hormone can help that. Yeah, but... It might be a little more innocent than negligent, though. I would be inclined to believe, based on the public perception, which is always wrong. If it's really the way it is, is it's a loophole? Like, he's taking it not for the thyroid issue, but, like, there could have been other treatment options, but he said, give me the HGH... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like other treatment options would have been just as effective, but he said, "Give me the HGH." Yep. All of his socials gone, by the way. Oh, you're looking at Beltron. Okay. You see this thing about the Beltron burner account? <laughs> oh my no. god! He's he was like posing as his niece or something. Oh god! Did he post something on his real account? 
Um, oh. Well, no, there was this, like, other... We're living in bizarro world. See, what I love is when people do burners like Kevin Durant and then accidentally tweet from their regular. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, this Twitter account posing as his niece. And it was him? Was it I don't know that it was, it was him. Oh, no, there was, like, there was, like, another one people thought was him. But then there was another one that they found out it's not even related. This person's not even related to him. But... Oh my God! Yeah, we have baseballs. we have twenty minutes left. Baseball is ridiculous, just absurd. You could probably can the XFL thing because we already talked about it, and the March Madness thing because you can do that anytime. I just want to say about yeah. the WNBA, CBA. You can do whatever you want. I just want to say about March Madness. We've had since I yesterday when I did this, it was twenty two top ten teams. I've lost unranked teams, but yeah. then we had. Uh, Oregon lose the un- unranked Washington State last yeah, night, so now it's 23. <laughs> That's nuts. 23 top 10 teams have lost to unranked teams. Give me, since we, we just talked about baseball, just a little, go back to it a little bit. Do any of these teams who were cheating make the postseason this year? Probably. I bet the Strohs do. Red Sox? <clears throat> oh, Boston's in trouble. Boston's. They keep Mookie bets. Mm. Or is he going to be a free agent? Do, oh, you don't mean trade. If he makes it to the end of the season, he goes to free agency. They don't hang on to him, but I think he gets traded. And I'm really afraid. But the MLB, the new wave of MLB general managers have already proven that they're not, they don't take rentals. I am really afraid of Kenny Williams pressuring Rakan into getting movie bets. The Sox, I feel like they've turned the page on that. I feel like they've... That you realize sh- not to take rentals for Austin for prospects and their their if future. Minnesota is as good as they were last year and the the East is going to be just as good the West is still going to be really good the only way you're getting into the playoffs is a central you're three days before the deadline you are one game out of first place you're like you're exceeding expectations so you're 14 above 500. And Minnesota's 15 because they're outpowering you. And your weakest spot is in right field. And Boston comes and says, if you <coughs> give me Vaughn or Madrigal, say, like, one of your arms that isn't important, so, like, cease they would love, but then they probably don't get Vaughn or Madrigal. So the asking price is Alec Hansen, Dane Dunning, Andrew Vaughn, and... Something else that's immediate. So, Leori Garcia. Or, I'm trying to think of something. That, something else that would be a good. McCann. There you go. So, it's J- the the price for bets is James McCann, Alec Hansen, Dane Dunning, and Andrew Vaughn. Or Nick Madrigal. They just went out and signed all those guys, didn't they? They signed Lubob and Eloy. Not Madrigal or Donny or or uh, Vaughn because their agents aren't stupid. As long as they don't sign Robert and then trade him, they're not trading Lou Bob at this point because Luis Robert's going to be a future AL MVP. Same thing with Aloy, and Andrew Vaughn will be the best hitting first baseman in baseball if they hang on to him. Madrigal, if you want to part ways with him, I'm okay with it as long as it's for like Whit Merrifield. Who's that guy that they have down in the? 18-year-old Dominican League. What's his name? He's rated as one of the top, like, 18 and under prospects. Oh, uh, Yomer's brother? 
No, I don't think it is. I forget, but the Sox have really good depth right now in their system. Yeah, but the problem is the depth is like either this year or five years. Is Eloy up in the MLB yet for them? Oh, yeah, Eloy's been there. Eloy was there last year. I just know him because I saw him play in Myrtle Beach once when he was back with the Cubs. Oh, yeah? In the Cubs system, and then they traded him. Yeah, hey, thanks for that, by the way. You guys are really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun with Jose Quilontana. How's that working out for you? Not Not good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the Sox top prospects... Oh, uh, Rutherford. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They want They want Rutherford and Hanson. Or they want Rutherford and Dunning. And and the, the uh, Red Sox come because Rutherford is top 100. No, he's not. The Red Sox come and say, we want Nick Madrigal, Dane Dunning, Blake Rutherford, and James McCann, and we'll give you Mookie Betts. Don't think they take that. But if you're Rick Hahn and you're one game out of winning a division... Is Mookie Betts going to make that big of a difference? That's the problem. I think you can lure somebody into thinking that, and I hope they can't. I hope. I say just believe Aren't you talking about Yolbert? What? Yolbert Sanchez? No. No? (laughs) Is that... Maybe who that is I'm talking about. It's Yolmer's brother. He's in the 18-year-old Dominican League right now, right? Okay, no, he's he's 22. Luis Mises? He's like one of the top five. I'm trying to find the Dominican guy you're talking about. Maybe Leon Sosa? No, he's in Canapolis. What are you doing? What are you talking about? I'm looking it up. Um. By the way, nice signing period for your Cubbies. You got quite a few Dominican players. Good job. You did, where did Copy go? He didn't go anywhere. We're just doing more Googling than talking at I this know. point. We're doing a good job. We're being and really, we have 15 We're being really good hosts. Okay, here you go. Um, uh, Benjamin Bailey. I don't know anything about him. Um, they signed him to a $35,000 deal last April and is already considered one of the best prospects in the DSO. Nice. He walked 52 times in 243 plate appearances. Ooh. What position? Um, here I'll find it right now. So he's so he's a big guy. Um, God, this White Sox team is gonna be good. So he's six four, two fifty, two fifteen at age eighteen. Oh my God! And he plays. Is he playing the wrong sport? <laughs> He plays. I'm gonna find it. I think he plays outfield. Okay, so he's Nick Madrigal, but right field. He is a left fielder. That's <sighs> sent him to right. So in his so here's his stat line. He's six four two fifteen in his season. He only hit two home runs, but his. He did 324, 477, and 454 with 52 walks and only 40 strikeouts. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you very much. So there you go. You got someone You got someone to look but forward to. But that is the like DSL, two, though. Two or three years. Nah, more like four. If he's 18, that's like teal. He's not one Soto. You only get one of those in like a generation. So four years. You know what? I have another baseball question for you. Yeah. If the White Sox are right there, 
And I mean right there when September shows up. Andrew Vaughn up this year? Just go for it. Why not? Because he's only been to high A ball. I'm pretty sure he's starting this season at Birmingham. If he makes it to Charlotte by July, do you think he could hit the bigs by September? If he's doing really well in Charlotte and they decide he I think the only reason they didn't call up Lou last year was because they were out of it already. Oh, that and they wanted to keep his service time. But it, if you make the playoffs, Vaughn wouldn't be eligible. September call-ups can't be right. on the postseason roster, but you could just get a fresh bat because who knows when is going to go. Because I love Jose Abreu, but I don't know when that bat's going to fall off. I also don't think Basabi and Rutherford are lost cases. I say go for it. If you really are trying to make that push to just get in, why not? I think they should keep their current team, though. I wouldn't trade anybody. No, yeah. <coughs> I think you don't do all this work in the offseason to blow it up. Or, or, give, or give it a year, and if you make it to the AL title, then you can say, all right, I need a pen arm. Hey, so how about so-and-so for Blake Rutherford? How about somebody that's got room, like, if Rutherford's your right fielder, then it's then it's Basabe and Micradolf. Right. That who? All right, so who are you going to give me that's a good pen arm if I give you, I think Blake Rutherford's my right fielder. How about Basabe for somebody? What are you going to give me for Basabe? Then you go do that. And, by the way, I'm going to call it right now, Steve Ciszek is going to be the most underrated signing of the year. Oh, yeah. I That was a steal for them. Getting a good lefty arm, because Ciszek's lefty. Yeah. yeah. Getting that arm, for me, takes the White Sox from 90 to 92 wins. You're oh, yeah. 92 wins? Yes, I think. Wasn't there projected like 84? No, I think the White Sox win 90 games. No, they're projected by No, wh- I know, whatever but it was. them projections are always wrong anyway. It says the Cubs are going to win more games than them, which ain't going to happen. That Cubs team is going to win about 70 games this year. They're going to blow up. Yes, the Cubs are going to start their horrible downward spiral, and everybody will blame it on Grandpa Ross, (laughs) um, who shouldn't be their manager. Sox are going to win 92 games. The White Sox will go 92-70 and and win the AL Central by seven games. Wow. Because the Twins won't do that again. Their pitching is going to regress horribly, and so will their hitting. Um... There is going to be no improvement from the Indians. They will trade Lindor by the deadline and be terrible. The Royals and and uh, I you almost, almost called the Lions. I did. <laughs> the Royals and Tigers are the jokes of baseball. The only team that can possibly win the Central is the Indians if they change course. Or there's three teams that can win the Central: the Indians if they change course completely, the Twins if they somehow keep up what was an insanely over budget season. Or the White Sox, who are the most likely candidate. The White Sox only need... The the AL Central team needs 87 wins or less. Honestly, maybe 500. Honestly, the way you're looking at it right now, it's just for the Sox. It's the Sox division to lose. Yep. Because... I I like that. There's going to be be regression to the mean from Minnesota. The Indians are trying to become bad. They're blowing it up. And the other two teams are... In the midst of already being bad. Yeah, the problem is for the Royals and Tigers, I just want to say, by the way, we're only five years removed from the Royals winning the World Series. That's the small Um, market syndrome, though. Yep. Um, The thing is, the Royals and Tigers thought they were going to blow it up and get out of their crest. The problem is the the mushroom cloud is still there, and they're trying to fan it away, but they're having a little trouble with that. 
Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, give me the White Sox to win the division by seven games or more because that division will be a joke. I I like that prediction. I'm on with the Sox this year. I'm all in. Giants are rebuilding. And the White Sox will do the exact same thing that the Cubs did. They will they will get a divisional round upset. They will go to the AL Championship Series. Lose. They won't win it. And then next year they will win the World Series. They will follow the model exactly because they're doing – it depends on what the pitching does because they're doing exactly what the Cubs are doing just with more pitching because all the hitting prospects because e- – Eloy, who they traded for, absolute hit. Moncada, who they traded for, probably should have been AL MVP last year. Lou Bob is going to be a hit, and they know he's going to be a hit. Yeah. Madrigal's a hit. Vaughn That's is why a they hit. signed him to the longest uh, extension for a prospect in history. Right, the longest should, and most valuable extension for we a should prospect. Probably I'm gonna, I was going to say, I'm going to get us into quick picks. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they really yeah. are quick picks. Yeah. Because I just grabbed this show and threw it right off. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I put it back on track and then pitched it again. Like we said, we both went 30 and 25 last right. semester, right. last season. Uh, hopefully, we have. Hopefully, we don't tie again <laughs> this season because it would be nice. It'd be an overall tie. It'd be so nice to have that'd a winner. That'd be awesome. Uh, but since we have NFL almost over, sadly, we'll, we'll have a more mix of games, I guess. Yeah, it'll be more basketball, more. We could do XFL. Yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not out of the picture. Maybe one, maybe one a week or something. Yeah, and then we will also have a bracket competition for sure. We'll do like a. Oh, that's not. We can do a bracket well. pool. Yeah, we could start a pool and everyone can Ooh, join in. I'm in. Uh, have all the guests go in. I definitely want to do like a mock draft special or oh, something. Oh yeah, but. Ooh, I will see if I first can get game for that one. First game, we have uh, NCAA men's basketball unranked Wisconsin at number fifteen Michigan State. That is tonight. I'm going to go with the upset like it's been the whole year. Wisconsin. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I might just pick against you all season. Oh. <laughs> you might go Owen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to go with Michigan State. Yeah, give me give me Sparty. See, you're the upset. Yeah. I, no, I think, <laughs> I think you're wrong. Wisconsin uh, just lost to Illinois, who's now ranked. So now they're going to win because they're on. Little sidebar, I think. No, we don't have time. I wanted to ask about Illinois. We should have talked about that. Yeah, they're not going to do anything in the tournament. They'll get upset by uh, some school from the CAA. <laughs> uh, East kind West of an oddball, oddball game. How are we going to pick West that? I don't know. So East what is this? West? Is this recruits or commits? It's, uh, or is it it's like a bunch of college, college players. Kids. Mostly like smaller schools like James like college Robinson. college trying to go pro. James Robinson will be there from Illinois State, the running back. Which team is he on? Uh, West. I was gonna pick okay, West. that one. West has Kelly Bryant. Uh, okay, I'm going to go West. I went West, too. I'm going West. So it's a bunch of, like, fringe NFL prospects. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Like, last year, I think it – I'm going to see – I think Colin was there two years ago. No, no he, he was at the actual Senior Bowl. Yeah. This is, like, the second – this is, like, the Senior Bowl here. Trimble. Last year, uh, there were guys like Terry Godwin who got drafted. Um, David Blow. David Blau. He was there. Hey, uh, the goat. Ty Johnson. Okay, we got like five. That. We got five minutes. It doesn't matter anyway. NBA. Easton Stick was there last Lakers year. Lakers at Rockets. Uh, give me the Lake Show. Give me the. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Lake Show. No, I'll take the Rockets then. Okay. Okay. They're at home. Contrarian. Okay. Nope. <laughs> One of the bigger games of the week. The I don't know. Championship. I don't know. Give me the Chiefs. Give me. Okay, I'm gonna take the. Tennessee Derrick Henrys. 
<laughs> that's my pick. I'm going to take the Chiefs. That's the safe pick, I guess. I'm going to take the Henrys. I'm going to take the Tennessee Boulders, <laughs> the Wrecking Ball Titans. <sighs> and Tannehill's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. What a meme. Imagine, imagine in 2012. Imagine, like, 2015. We yep. Said, no, imagine hey, last year. Tannehill will go to the Super Bowl before Andrew Luck. Like saying that, like his their rookie year. If you told me that Brian Tannehill was going to go to the Super Bowl before Patrick Mahomes, I probably would have hit you in the jaw. <laughs> Give me Kansas City, I guess. I don't know. I don't. This I is like see the Titans win. This is like fifty. Me too. This is like fifty-one forty-nine for me. Just so Vrabel can City. Vrabel Titans, can cut off his man. Wait, oh, I thought you meant the score. I was like, Titans aren't scoring because he said that in the points. preseason. <laughs> Did you hear about that? What? Favreau said he's going to cut off something very important oh. if he wins the Super Bowl. Did you see that video of him getting hit on the sideline? By the ref? Oh, yeah. yes, by the ref. He just, just destroys him. <laughs> yeah. Last one. You better be careful which coach you do that So too. do we all say Chiefs there? No, I said Titans. Okay. Because, right. you know, Mike Favreau could probably still hit somebody pretty hard. Butler at Villanova. The only number five Butler at matchup. number 14 Villanova. That I can really find. Mm. Oh, I found another one. Oh, there Really? Tomorrow. Give me Nova. Oh, I, I missed guess. it. I don't know. Give me Nova. I should have put that. Yeah, give me Nova. I'll After take getting Butler. upset by Marquette. Give me all that. Butler. Give me, give give me, me Nova. Butler. Butler's yeah. back. Butler's back finally, yeah. though. None of these are going well for us, are they? No. All right, your game of the, week. of the week. You got Chiefs Titans. I do. I just think that's, like, more exciting. Oh, yeah. I tried I don't to know. get. Because you got one team that's been carried by one running back, pretty much, and then you know they benched their quarterback at two and four, and right. like now they're here, right. beating two of the top AFC teams in the playoffs already. If they win, they beat I'm, the top three. I'm, I'm sticking with the Titans. Um, and then you get the Chiefs, who just shouldn't be here, and they are because they came back from a 24 point deficit in the second quarter. Mm, I think that was just the Texans coming out and punching them in the mouth, and there was a lot of. And they were like, Weird oh, that's all they were having, do. like, muffed punts and yeah. all that. And yeah. then they put up 51 and three quarters. Yeah. The football gods got a little too drunk, and then that happened, and then, huh? Oh, sorry. Oh, God, the Chiefs are losing by 24 <laughs> to the Texans. We can't have this. We could have had a Texans Titans. That would have been, been another iconic Chiefs choke. Uh, the the AFC South is in this is in the champion. Wait, what? I was hoping we were gonna get two divisional matchups in the conference. That would have been cool. That hasn't happened since like nineteen seventy nine or something. Yeah, Texans Titans, best AFC championship right. ever. Uh, My game of the week is number eleven Louisville at number three Duke tomorrow. I must have completely missed it. I would have put that in there quick. Picks. Um, my I might make you mad. What? Give me the veil. I'll <laughs> piss down a lake. <laughs> I'm not picking this game because I hate both of them. <laughs> this doesn't count towards quick picks, so. Well, I hate them both. Nothing. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Andrew, who would you take here? Uh, Probably Duke. Okay. Okay, I hiss at you more. <laughs> uh, my game of the week is South Dakota and South Dakota State in women's basketball because both teams made the NCAA tournament last year, and this is, I mean, this is round one of the decider for who wins the Summit League. Slightly more local, and, and South Dakota's really good, and give me the Yotes to win the Summit this year. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the Yotes. The Yotes. <laughs> yeah. South Dakota. 
and the fan and Austin's true game of the week. This heart attack of the week. I don't think any other game got votes. I no. I had to just pick a different <coughs> game because, like, obviously that was gonna be fan game of the week, and I'm not gonna pull an Andrew. You can do it. You no, know, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm so not gonna listen. pull at you and take my game of the week as the fan game of the week. I'm going to I'll be in town. Do you need me to go get like one of them paddle kits, and so I can come revive you if <laughs> the, if that game goes close again? Uh, because considering you've said that the last like I don't the two regular season really close games and the playoff games the years they've taken out your life your number is getting pretty low I know your your number is winding down the so amount of the amount of heart attacks I've almost had this season is at about five if if you've if if you say oh this game has taken ten years off my life you're getting pretty low bud you might yeah. be you, death may be imminent if this is another <laughs> close game well because the first so Seattle off game I need resuscitation yeah you might need to go get paddles. For <laughs> Hopefully the Niners win, or I might be doing the show by myself next week. <laughs> we'll just have the ambulance there on standby, just waiting. So I don't think we're gonna be able to do a show on Monday. Oh yeah, because of the holiday. holiday. You can if you want, but you don't have to. That's how it's always well, worked. Well, no matter the outcome of that game, I'm probably going to be very hungover. So oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be able to walk. What? <laughs> So there's that. Jeez. If we want to do it, we can do it. We'll post about it. If, yeah. If we know. Other than that. Hey, guys, it's a new schedule, <laughs> but I'm going to be too drunk to actually fulfill it. <laughs> I'm Dan McNeil. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the that first show of the season. The second season. Ran long. Well, we always right. run long, though. I don't think there's anybody waiting for us. At least I hope there isn't. No. We'll be back maybe Monday for sure next Friday with a regular one-hour show from here on out unless something big happens. We might do two hours on Friday before Super Bowl just to talk about. Do an extended Super Bowl preview. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something just fell. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> but uh, besides that, we thank you for listening. It's good to be back. Dion, thank you. Thank you, boys. Appreciate coming on. This it's always nice. nice to have you on because you actually bring the energy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else that. is just kind of like, yeah, I'm tired. I stayed up late. Why is it so early? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm ready to go, man. Like, go to bed, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> That's one for each of us. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> thanks for listening. We'll be back <coughs> someday, Monday or Next Friday. Next week at some point. Yeah. This has been A888 on 88.3 The Dog. I'm Austin Gillentine. I am Andrew Stevens. And I'm Michael Dyan. Bye-bye, everybody. This is Austin Gillentine in Macomb. (laughs) Goodbye.